The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, hang on a second, let me try again. <clears throat> you know, uh, no, let me try again. Hang on a second. There we go, you see. Um, so I don't know anything about Marky Smith. I don't know anything about The Fall. All I know is The Fall has had more members um, uh, than any other band. Um, and I know that Marky Smith um, could be troublesome, as all of uh, Rock's greats are. I know that people love the band. I don't know anything about them. All I know is, is, is um, Hit the North. That's it. That's it. Didn't he get taken ill on stage one day and decided to do the whole thing from inside his dressing room? Sure, why not? Why not? Probably... Probably it probably happened. Um, let, let's let's create that myth. Um, if you know anything about Marky Smith and the Fall, then um, uh, give me a call. Hey, I'm a poet, and I didn't realise. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. You'll speak to James, and he will take your name and number, and he will call you back. That's how it works. So um, it is one of my huge glaring omissions in my um, pretty comprehensive knowledge of music. I don't know anything about Marky Smith. I don't know anything about The Fall. I've, of course, now that he has died, I've just ordered um, his autobiography, 58 pence on Amazon, before it rocketed up, bless you, before it rocketed up to £2.50, um, as they do. They put the death tax on. So, um, But I'll be honest, I've got about 60 books 60 books ahead of that one that I need to read. Um, so uh, if, if you can call in tonight and um, uh, fill me in, please, on uh, Marky e. Smith and, and The Fall. And I'll be honest, you could phone up and say anything about him because I believe anything is possible with that gentleman. So if you want to phone up and make up myths, then please do. Um, uh, it's going to be a music kind of themed show tonight because a lot of the papers have got the story that we were talking about yesterday about Neil Diamond. So we'll probably talk about Neil Diamond again. And then I noticed on Twitter that Millie Vanilli were were, were trending, um, and there was um, uh, someone was tweeting the story 
of Millie Vanilli, you know, one of the greatest... Um, um, uh, well, I was going to say pop shams, but all pop is a sham. You know, just, you know, no one complained about the Archies being a cartoon, you know. I think the difference with Millie Vanilli was they didn't know they were a sham nope. until they were too deep into yep, it. Yep, 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 yep. So are they dead now? Well, one is, yeah. Uh, what happened? I know the London boys are dead. They died in a car, car crash. What, what, so what happened to Millie or Vanilli? We don't know which. Um, Millie or Vanilli. I think his name was Ron. Yes. Um, drink and drugs overdose. That's a shame. Um, the other one's still alive. Yes. Let's get him on the show. Let's All get right. him on the show. Let's see. Um, that, that'll be a fascinating story, because it was the same guy behind them who was behind Boney, Boney M. M. But I didn't realise that there was a guy behind Boney M, that the singer wasn't that weird black dude, it was a weird white dude. Uh, uh, it, was, it was all this German guy, Frank... Somebody. You can tell I really paid... Oh, not in the air, James, thank you. You can tell that I really paid attention to the whole uh, story as it was going on, can't you? Um, so uh, you can call in about Millie Vanilli if you want. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the uh, uh, telephone number. And also Sir Elton John, a man who I have asked... Um, this is a true story. I turned to Elton John and said, Here, mate... Who's in charge of the bouncy castle? <laughs> that's a true story. And you know that's a true story, no, Catherine. True. Yeah, mate. Who's in charge of the bouncy castle? Do you need a ticket? Um, and Elton John went, I don't know. I think he's, I think he's gone over there somewhere. That's a true story. Um, so Elton John has announced his farewell tour, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of sad. I'm not a huge Elton John fan, but I, I can dig some of the songs and certainly one of rock's biggest stars. And... Um, so I thought, oh, that's sad. He's, uh, but, but, but man alive, it's some tour. It starts this year and ends in 2021 or 22, I think. And I, you want my prediction? It'll be extended. Now, normally, what the, 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 the reckoning behind these things usually is people announce a tour and, and ticket sales aren't doing so well. So they go, ah, yes, sorry, I forgot to say, it's the farewell tour. Oh, my God, we'll never see this person ever again. Let's go and buy those tickets. Um, so that's to me, seems like a, a, an incredibly um, long, drawn-out farewell tour. Uh, like Kiss. Kiss the band have been doing farewell tours since, get this, 1997. Really have. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to... Um... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Please shoot me now. What's the matter? Oh, I've got an email. From the person who said he'd never email again? No! <laughs> I'm really close to banning all callers to this show because I've really, I've really had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. Oh, OK. Hi, not happy. Two out of three times I've had the phone put down on me lately. Isn't good, a ra- isn't good radio station. Guess who that's from? I've no idea. Um, that nice lad, Ewan. Right. I just, I mean, oh, God, everyone... Here's the, here's the deal, guys. Everyone gets the phone put down on them, right? Everyone gets the phone put down on we them. We can't fade you out. No, no. And, and, and with the greatest of respect, Ewan, 
you phone up and I see you on my switchboard and then I see you off my switchboard and then I see you on my switchboard and then I see you off my switch. You hang up, causing problems for the people who answer the phones throughout the whole evening. And also, you had a fair crack at the whip, man. Jeez, I just can't. Oh, God, I just can't do this job anymore. Because people are just, you know... All right, can I say this as well? We're not friends. I'm not friends with any of you. If you're listening to this this show now and you are not in this room with me, I am not your friend. I can't. I I had CJ yesterday tweeting me, you know, this melodramatic, you think I'm a troll, I'm never going to call again, I'm never going to listen again, goodbye. And I go, dude, what are you, why are you talking about? And then the whole Asim thing, and then Jack and Kadir and, oh, God. Luckily, we've got a sensible caller here. Good evening, Andre. Oh, who's that? Yeah. Ian? Yeah. Well, I'm a bit disappointed today and yesterday. Hello? Yes, Andre. You didn't ask a question. You started a sentence. There was no, yeah. there was no need for me to react. You just carry on speaking, mate. Well, don't answer a question with a. There we go. Wow, everyone. Not everyone. Those guys, please and stop it. To make things worse, I'm going to say something I never thought I'd say. I think I've got a boil on my bum. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 I think I have. I'm go- probably going to show it to you I at some point. I don't want to see it. I'm probably going to show it to I you I... at some point. It's early days. I never completed my medical training. I was in St John's Ambulance for, like, not St John's Ambulance. I was in the Red Cross for about three years. I never passed any any certificates. Don't show no. me the boil on your bum. I, will, I don't want to see it. OK, well, I'm going to show it to you <laughs> um, off camera. Um, but I noticed as last night as I was um, uh, taking my trousers and my underpants. I mean, off, how far up is it? It's well, it's it's there. All right, so it's it's, it's lower back, really. No, no, so it's on a buttock. Oh my god! And um, as I pulled my um, pajama trousers on, I bought some pajama trousers. Good. And as I pulled them on. I felt a shooting pain in my buttock. Oh god! And I thought, oh hello, what's this? I went and had a look in the mirror, bearing in mind the flat I'm staying in, the mirror is very high up. It's on a bathroom cabinet. Um, so it, was, it took some manoeuvring, and I saw there's a big red spot. It's like a spot. Could you have been bitten? No. Spider? No, no, no. Spider no. nest? No, it's not a spider nest in my arse. Um, so I thought, oh, maybe it's just a spot. It's a pimple. So I had a really good go at squeezing it, and all it did was cause me absolute agony. And then... Um, I went to bed and I played a bit of um, uh, PlayStation and I went to sleep. Then I woke up in the morning and uh, as I rolled over, my bum was in... I, I, I rolled and I accidentally caught one and catch it. My buttock brushed my duvet. And I was in... Um, uh, um, I want to say a word. I don't know what the word is. Paroxysms of pain. Okay. I was in paroxysms of pain. A world of pain. of pain. I was in paroxysms. The paroxysms. Oh, but I, so I got the letters right. Just, I think so. Okay, fine. I've never said it out loud. I've read it. I've, I, I was worried I'd put in two syllables too many, but I was in paroxysms. <laughs> now you have. Of pain. And, um, and I looked and it's, it's, got, it's got redder. So it's so here's here's the thing, and I know this is very local radio and stuff, but what do I do with the ball? It's not big. It's certainly you can't squeeze it, and it's certainly not big enough to be lanced. You know, there's, it doesn't look like it's pustulating. Um, but what am I, am I supposed to put TCP on there? Could it be a cyst? 
Um, I don't know the difference. How close to the surface is it? Well, I can't squeeze it to right. make it into a... You know. If you like it's something deep inside... Well, I don't. I just. I don't know, and this is why I'm going to need you to look at it. I don't want it. and to prod it. You've probably got um, a compass, haven't you? No. Why would I have a compass? Because you're drawing circles. You're a massive bumlick. My math set. Yeah. Well, you've you've got pencil case. True. So yeah, I would have thought so. So um, uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna need some work on that. So so plenty to talk about. Elton John, Marky Smith, and my ass. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We're getting reports that tomorrow's uh, Daily Express front page will be eat curry to beat dementia. Wowzers, that's um. That's made up. Uh, let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Yo. Yes, Simon, what have you got for us this evening? Wednesday evening, I believe it is. Um, I've got a question for you. Yep. Um, I did tweet this to you. I don't know whether you've got it. Now, last year, there was a... a you did a show, and you had the, a, a feature on your show of some very old recordings of people... Yes. ...that were... Like being interviewed by people. Yes. Um, it was kid kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were talking really posh and really um, like like I think the emphasis was put on the fact that kids wouldn't speak like that these days. Yes. What was that um, you were you were getting that from? Is it something I can access? Is it from the? Yes, it's. Um, I don't know. Do you have um, ac- do, do you have access to the internet? Yeah. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you've got it blocked in your, your house or your workplace, but there's a website called YouTube. <laughs> oh, it's on there, is it? Yes, it was on there. And I think, ah. I, can't, I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's called something like um, Kids Talk, ch- Child Talk, something like that. Because I had an album of it, um, a vinyl album that I got in a, a second-hand record shop. Um, and the record is on YouTube. And there was also, they made a TV series of it. So you type in something like that. And it's yeah. just loads of posh... Hey, we never carried on watching The Family, did we? We didn't no. get to The Family. It's just loads of kids talking in the 1960s and 1970s, but sounding dead posh. Yeah, yeah, it was quite interesting. It's, it's all out there. The internet is a, is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Well, I thought you'd reply to me a bit on the basis that we're friends. Oh, for God's sakes, man. Not friends, in, unless you're sat in this studio with me right now. Um, and even that's touch I and mean, go. Yeah. Um, and you're lis- if you're listening to this and you are not sat in this studio, there's a Venn diagram, right? And the the the, the, the circle of friendship is in- within this studio. And I'm sorry, James, I like you, but we're not friends. Um, a- a- and if you're outside of this studio but listening to this show, then we're not friends. We're not we're not friends, guys. We're not but we friends. can be friendly as long as you don't act like a div. It, well, you know, I do. Um, I do wonder. So the newspapers have, uh, 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 are all um, doing uh, Neil Diamond. They've all got Neil Diamond in, all with various tributes. And some are a little bit sniffy. Um, and some are spot on. Here we go. The, 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 uh, oh, the, the, the sun. Well done. Diamond's Rough Times. Oh. Um, should, it should be Rough Diamond, though, shouldn't it? Um... Uh, I think that they've done it fine. I think it's okay. Rough Diamond. 
Um, uh, Diamond in the rough. Parkinson's diamond. That's not a phrase, no. is it? No. Yeah. Parky. Uh, uh, shaky knees. No, I'm going to say it sounds a little bit insensitive. Okay, I think no, they've good. done all right yep. with what they've got. Singer Neil Diamond yesterday announced his retirement from touring after five decades following his diagnosis with Parkinson's disease. So he announced this yesterday. It's his birthday today, 77 today. Oh. Isn't it? Isn't it, though? Really is. Love Neil Diamond. Uh, the sweet Caroline hitmaker. <laughs> doesn't even mean anything who turns 77 today, has cancelled the remaining dates of his 50th anniversary tour in Australia and in New Zealand on medical advice. But the star insisted he will continue to write and record music despite the debilitating condition which can lead to tremors, speech impairment and mobility issues. He told fans, It is with great reluctance and disappointment that I announce my retirement from concert touring. I've been so honoured to bring my... I wish I'd gone and seen him this year. Last year, wish I'd gone and seen him. You idiot, Lee. You absolute idiot. I was toying with buying a ticket on the day as well, and I, did, I didn't. Um, Neil performed in the UK in October as part of his tour, but said the onset of Parkinson's had made it difficult to travel and perform on a large scale basis. Uh, Diamond, who sold, get the flip it, heck. He sold more than 130 million albums. 130 million albums worldwide and had numerous number one hits is due to receive a lifetime achievement prize at the grammy awards on sunday oh that'll be worth watching let's let's find a hooky website we i mean let's um uh hope that the grammys legitimately post that on a website that we can watch it on vpn i'll, I'll, I'll find a hooky website and send you the link when's that sunday night sunday night we'll have that uh it might be monday morning wouldn't it hey? uh, oh that'd be good that'd be nice let, i wonder if he'll, if he'll sing a song there i wonder if he'll sing a song uh, fellow singers yesterday paid tribute to his incredible career and wished him well in the battle against the disease. Barry Manilow, 74, tweeted, So sorry to hear about the great Neil Diamond's illness. I'm rooting for you, Neil. Well, they famously hated each other. So I wonder if Manilow really is rooting for him. Or if he's thinking, right, now it's my... Now at last... My time to shine. I can, I can, I can take over. Shine on, you crazy diamond. Nancy Sinatra, 77, who follows me on Twitter... Oh. Yeah. She follows about 50,000 people, but I'm one of them. Added, keep fighting, old buddy. You've got a long way to go. Um, uh, speaking about the 50th anniversary tour in 2016, Diamond said... Oh, then they've got... Do you know what? For a second there, they had, they've got a list of his songs, and I thought they'd done that thing where they make jokes about his songs. Wow, and here, but, but they hadn't. This they is had, no time for jokes. They just listed, they just listed his... Um, his, his, his yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm one of those people who would rather sit on the beach and do nothing, but I can't. Um, oh, poor, you've got to love Neil Diamond. You've got to love Neil Diamond. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Nick. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Girl. You'll be a bummer. Well, you got that. You, well, yes. Did you say I, you'll be a bummer. Girl, <laughs> it's what you what you uh, listen. It was a, it was a bold effort. It, let's be honest. It was a very very. I bold heard the effort. moment. I, I can't uh, do the best Neil Diamond impression because otherwise, mm, not have the best. Just uh, just be quiet, Nick. I'll, I'll show you how it's done. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Go again. Girl. No, I go. I love you so much, can't count all the ways I'd die for you, girl, and all I can say is, he's not my kind. Shut up. 
Love you so much, can't do all the things, and I'm gonna buy a car, and I'm gonna go rings. What? You know it's no good, baby, it's all I know good. Cause don't you know, girl, you'll be a woman soon, soon. You'll need a man oh, for sex. Up to that point, I thought it might be about periods. Oh, for goodness sakes, Catherine, wash your mouth out with soap and go and get changed into your skimpy outfit. There are men here. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about that with me on the line, but well, there you go. Uh, it's sad about Neil Diamond. I love, I love Neil Diamond. I love it, I love it, I love it. I think he's just there's, wonderful. Um, there's a really weird, like, Neil Diamond song that you need to check out. I think it was a B-side to Two Bit Manchild, and it's called Broad Old Woman... 6am insanity and it's it's I mean it's terrible but it's fascinating oh, listening. I'll tell you I'll t- can I t- you just reminded me. I don't remember that one. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to play you the weirdest Neil Diamond. Well no, it's not the weirdest. I'm going to play you one of the weirdest. And my, this is like an early Neil Diamond song. Let me right, just right. find it right. And my dad would play this in the car. So I heard this from the age of like 4. Right. Hang on a minute. Let me find it. It's um if, Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Right, I've not got it on my computer. Hang on, we're going to go to YouTube. This is a great song, Kath. You're when gonna... you say great, you mean wrong, right? Oh, no, no, it's, it's, no, this is great. This is a great song, right? Um, and it's supposed to... Here's the thing. I only recently found out it's supposed to be ironic, OK? So it's, it's supposed to be... Oh, what a time for the internet to go down. For goodness sakes. It's supposed to be... Um, I, I, it's going to take me a minute to find it. Well, get, get, Nick, what did you call in for? Because it's going to take me a minute to find it. Go on. Oh, well, like, several things. I sent you that long, rambling message today, Ian, but, uh, yeah, I want to thank you for, like, being nice to my mum when she dropped the Doctor Who, like, DVDs off. Oh, that was you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I wasn't going to be rude to her, was I? This is the first... <laughs> His mum came to see us in Scunthorpe. Well, I she remember. came to see us. She she sat through the... Tolerated the first five minutes of the show, dropped off some DVDs and buggered off. I she think she was... Like a... Biggles, yeah, think. she was a cracking turn. Yeah, yeah, she did a good job. We, uh, it was, it was very nice to briefly meet her. Oh, thank you. No, it was it was very charming. It was nice, uh, nice that you were nice. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm nice to mums. Mums like me. <laughs> My mum's not crazy about you. Oh, hang on. Whoa, whoa. Now I was gonna, um, I was gonna rest in peace, Marky Smith. I'm not like the uh, the biggest fan of the fall, but obviously he was a true, true kind of punk pioneer, and obviously someone who's you know generally into music would have been aware of. And I don't, I don't, I know that he's been around, and I know that there's lots of different members of the band. There's but a I... hefty discography to weigh through. I've kind of I've dipped in. I would say that I would say the one to start with is um, Hex Induction Hour. I'm probably not. Got, here's the thing. I'm probably. I've got so much. I need. I've got um, like. Eight Bob Dylan CDs. I need to. I need to work my way through. So it, it's yeah. unlikely I'm gonna. I'm gonna start diving into the fall. But um, but but. Do, so what? Do, I mean, what? Why? Why do you? What, what's good about them? Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to the brass tacks. What's so bloody good about the band? Because I think he was unashamedly proud of like the amateur sound of the fall. You know, oh. he always kind of stuck to that sort of inspired amateur yes. sound. And even though he's kind of got a reputation of being sort of difficult or crazy or, or this or that or some crazy like northern person, yes. there's obviously was like a real kind of literary mind and poetic spirit about what he did. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think he's. Well, I don't know if you've seen the clip where he's reading the football results. No. But that that is that is classic. No. 
I've not seen and that. And I think he kind of, he did sort of make like a weird kind of, you know, uh, impact on the mainstream. I think, I think it hit Priest by the fall. I think that's at the end of Silence of the Lambs, if I, if I remember oh. rightly. But I think he's just someone who always kind of, you know, he, he's stuck to his guns. Um, even though they stuck to a sound, it was always slightly different because of each, you know, all the lineup changes and. There's no name one, name one. Now that Marky Smith's gone, yeah. Name one living rock eccentric. One living rock eccentric. I mean, I would have said I would have said John Lydon, to be honest with you. But I mean, I don't I, think he's eccentric. I think he's. I think he's commercial. I think everyone's kind of thought he was a bit of a sellout. But I, I really would have said John Lydon. Well, I, I, I don't think he's eccentric. I, I think he's. I think he's got his head. He's 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 bright. He's focused, yeah. and I think he plays the game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, even it, but even in the punk that. days, even when he was a pistol, he was playing the game. It was it was McLaren who was who was mm, kind of the the, the the guy behind the thing pulling the strings but, but pop Lydon is basically basically he's a pop star that's what he is he's a pop singer yeah mark smith was never a pop singer no that's why he was he was about as cult as as you can get yeah well that that, that nick listen thank you for that mate um, I, i'm gonna oh, I, I was, I was gonna oh, go. as well, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna start with a dylan album i would recommend john wesley harding because that's my favorite one thank you very much indeed um i'm into dylan already i don't need album recommendations um, uh, 03444991000. Can you name one living, proper rock eccentric? Like Ozzy Osbourne? He's not eccentric, though. He, I mean, he's, he, his music is very, very conventional. Mm. Um, and he's, 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 he's just a space cadet. You know, he's, he's, he's brain adult. I don't think he's eccentric. Um, 03444991000. James, stay there, come to you in a bit. I'm Ian Lee. This is the Late Night Alternative. Tick your Rage Our Diaries now. We're Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Neil Diamond did record some weird stuff. You can't be making albums for 50 years and not record some weird stuff, right? So this is, this is a song. Uh, now, Neil Diamond was, was, was quite anti-drugs. I think he may have smoked a couple of spliffs, but generally he was quite anti-drugs, OK? Um, and this song, as a kid, confused the hell out of me. La, 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 pot, pot, give me some pot. Forget what you are, you can be what you're not. You see? High, high, I want to get high. And never give it up if you give it a try. So he's being ironic, right? Right. Okay, it's being ironic. Okay, it's in the era when this is like this is probably about sixty eight, sixty nine. So everyone's smoking pot, right? Um, it gets weirder, right? And as a kid, this song used to freak the hell out of me. Right? You yep. ready? Yeah. Here on. we go. Here we go. La, 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 la. Uh, I started when I was thirteen, and. Uh, I had saw some people smoking pot, and I bought myself a nickel bag, and I went behind my building and sat on a bench all by myself, and I smoked that bag, you know, until I finally got high. Well, I started with pot because I was curious, and at that time I was having problems with my family. I remember on one trip, I was at a party, and uh, I got very sick from, uh, from speed, from meth. And uh, I used to shoot it in my spine. What? I also shoot. I also used to shoot acid in my spine. 
And、uh, I had too much. I was building a big thing up over a week, and I got sick, and、uh, I tried to commit suicide. Now that well, my dad, well, 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 you're sitting in the car. Is what? How old? Like six, seven, eight years old, and this would come on, and I'm there going. But then, but here's the here's the funny thing. Part of my brain is going, yeah, it sounds nice. So you'd have that, and then it goes. La la la, pot pot, give me some pot. Get what you are, you can be what you're not. Do do, take a family cruise. You with your grass, mom and dad with their booze. <laughs> Isn't it though? It gets worse. La, 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 la. I was so sensitive, you know. Like ever, my my family, there was so much going on in my family. You know, every little thing bothered me. When I started using drugs, like I just didn't care. Nothing bothered me. Nothing、yeah. hurt. You know, I didn't feel anything. And like I, you know, I didn't care if I lived or died. So I didn't care if I used, you know, shot dope or、uh, if I took an OD or what. I'm so unhappy. Like I felt so unworthy. You know. From the time I was growing up, I think like I have two older sisters that are twins. You know, the three of us used to compete for my father's love, and I always felt like he loved them more than he lo- like he used to tell me this. You know, like he used to say all the time, "You're unworthy. You're not as good looking as your sisters. You're not this like your sisters. You know, you're never gonna be anything. No one's ever gonna love you." He was a rabbi, and there was a lot of pressure. You know. I mean, honestly, we, and we heard this song because because you'd have the songs on the on a cassette, a C ninety cassette. I remember on a, a driving to Cornwall, and that cassette was we must have Cornwall would have been then.、Uh, it was about a five hour drive, so we would have heard that song about five six times, just just on a loop. Wow. La la la, pot pot, give me some pot. Forget what you are, you can be what you're not. Tough tough. The world is so tough, and when it gets harder, you can try harder stuff.、Oh, Here we go.、Oh, Here comes the bleakest one. Yeah,、uh, I never felt much like I was much of anything in my whole in my whole life. I was looking for love somewhere. I wasn't getting it anywhere.、But、I was never happy. Never happy. I always felt、uh, on the outside. Actually, as much as I would like to deny the fact that、uh, pot was the beginning of my uses of drugs,、uh, I mean it's there as a fact. It was the beginning of my using of drugs. It was the first thing I touched、uh, in the drug field. I was told it was innocent by everybody that surrounded me, people that I looked up to as intellectuals and、uh, smart people, and、uh, they told me there was nothing wrong with pot. You would never graduate to anything else. Now I can walk up the street here, about a block, and see these same people,、uh, as intellectual as I thought they were, using heroin. I can't see myself ever using it again. La la la, pot, pot, give me some pot. Get what you are, you can be what you're not. Hip, hip, you wanna be hip? You know it all if you don't take a trip. Pot, pot, give me some pot. Get what you are, you can be what you're not. Well, again, we're back to that.、Um, all the president's men party, whatever that nonsense was.、Um, 
that's some song. But also, I mean, that was about 1968, 69. That's a bold move for a guy who is basically a pop... He's part of the pop machine. He was he, he worked at the Brill Building, t- turning out tunes for Donny Kirshner, you know, and selling them to the Monkees and Lulu and all the you know these kind of people, um, and uh, 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 and then to come out and, and to do an anti-pot statement like that. That's, that takes some some kind of balls, you know. And this is one of the reasons why I love Neil Diamond because he's um I'm going to say something and it's not going to quite make sense, but. He's always been on the fringe. He's always on the fringes. Even at his most mainstream, he is unlike any other performer. There's a brilliant... uh, And, James, I'll come to you in a bit. There's a brilliant um, movie, The Last Waltz, okay, and it's uh, Martin Scorsese, and it's a documentary, really pretentious, over-the-top film um, about the band, right, Robbie Robertson and the band, Levon Helm and Rick Danko and, uh, and all of that, and it's their last gig... And it is, they bring out a who's who of who's hip on stage. So Dylan comes out, Neil Young comes out, Van Morrison comes out, um, Dr. John comes out, all these really hip people. And then Neil Diamond comes out. And there's a reason he comes. But Neil Diamond comes out and and everyone is like, this is weird, you know, this is weird, this big, massive, like, Vegas thing, and because he, he worked with Robbie Robertson. Um, although apparently there's... I don't know if this story is true, but I like to believe it is. As, as, as Neil Diamond walked off stage, he leant over to Neil Young and said, try and effing beat that. <laughs> um, but by the way, it's also a film where if you watch very carefully, you've got to watch... This is true. You've got to watch the original VHS release of The Last Waltz because they digitally removed it on the DVD up Neil Young's nose is a big bit of white hanging out. They digitally removed it from the DVD. They removed Neil Young's cocaine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. James, stay there. By the way, don't take drugs, guys. James, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, James. Hello, Ian. How you doing? I'm all right, fella. What you got for us? Well, Ian, I, I don't know if this is particularly relevant or not, but it's something that's been on my mind for a few days. Well, since the weekend, actually, when I was in a, a car park in Waitrose in one of these sort of suburban towns in the home counties. I think it was Berkhampstead. Are you familiar with Berkhampstead? Um... Like sort of Gerrard's Cross, Beaconsfield. OK, those... I, know, I know the vibe. I know the vibe of yeah. which you speak. So there was a cold sleet snow coming down, yes. and I saw this guy, late 20s, wearing shorts and mm. flip-flops yes. and a T-shirt... And he's, like, trying to look really, really cool, even though it is freezing. He's got two trophy kids. They're all wrapped up. But Daddy has got a mooka coffee in one hand. What? They stand, you know, like one of those fancy coffees. It costs about five quid. mooka? Mooka. Mooka. Mooka? Do you mean a mocha? Mocha. That's it. Mocha. Sorry. And I've not even begun on the phrase trophy kids, because I don't know what that means. But go on, carry on. Trophy kids, you know, they're all decked out in fancy gear, all the ladies' outdoor gear, and he's wearing okay. next to nothing with his flip-flops. Yes. Now, if you're in central London, you can get away with this, get away with this, because you're probably from the southern hemisphere, so you think, oh, he's from Australia, he's a bit of a knob, but, you know, we'll let yes. him get away with it. Well, I, yeah, OK. Yeah, 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 no, he's not racist, that wasn't racist, no. Um, no xenophobic. 
No, xenophobic. Oh, oh, maybe. Oh, I withdraw that comment. No, okay, no, no carry on. Cause I'm, I'm, I've got no idea where this is going to go. I'm letting you. I'm letting you blunder through all of these um, um, hurdles, and because uh, I want to get to the the end of this. This is incredible oh, stuff. I'm just trying to say yes. that it's like middle class. You know, he's probably his training investment banker. He's in Waitrose, wow. coming yes. out of there. He's in the car park. He's got the trophy kids all wrapped up. Yes. He's got flip-flops on. Yes. He's probably got one of those silly sleeve tattoos because it's really cool. Yes. And he's standing there with a mocha coffee, coffee in his hand. Yes. And he's trying to look cool. And then, let me come on to the best bit. What? And when he starts to walk away with the two trophy kids, they've got this swagger where literally, because they're in flip-flops, Okay, bear in mind there's sleet coming down, the snow's coming down, he's yes. looking around to see who's looking at him. They walk like, sort of like a duck. Do you know what I mean? But it's that sort of flip-flop swagger. Maybe, maybe... Right, okay. Uh, there's, there's so much going on in this, uh, 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 James. This is wonderful. Thank you for calling. Um, maybe he just got caught unawares by the snow, because the snow sort of came down quite suddenly at the weekend, didn't it? No, th- this is true, but I see this all the time. I mean, I see... But, I mean, we're in December, you see, you January... see people getting caught in the snow all the time? No, not getting caught in the snow, but I, I, I just see these type of individuals, because what it is, yes. they can't afford sort of like Notting Hill and places like that, so they come out to the home counties where the transport links are good, right? right? And they end up in Berkhamsted, Gerrard's Cross... Yes. Beaconsfield, all these sort of places, and it's just like it's a new form of yuppie. And I suppose I'm angry. I'm fifty. I'm bitter. Got my handle on it. It's a class thing. Perhaps, yeah. Well, no, there's no perhaps. It's there. You 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 can't be upset that um, middle class people have moved to Burke Hampstead, can you? Well, I I can because my friend moved there ten years ago. It had it had tiny bits of working class, but they've all been kicked out. Well, no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. He's in Hemel. He's better. James, 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 but. But they weren't kicked out. No, they were forced out. No, okay. How were they, how were they forced out? Um, uh, they turned all the nice boozers into yuppie pubs, and he had to move to Hemel Hempstead. Right, right. right. Well, okay, okay. Right. So you're saying he had to move to Hemel Hempstead because there were no pubs in Berkhamsted? No, there was pubs, but the yuppies got in there, and before right. you know it. Strongbow had gone, and then some fancy some fancy cider from Herefordshire. That type of thing, right? But but, but 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 that would just be pub landlords catering yeah. to the market. There obviously weren't enough people going in and buying Strongbow. Yeah, possibly. So, possibly. But, but but your friends, what your friends did, they betrayed their working class roots because as soon as middle class people start moving in, then the prices of the properties go up. So your friends are the guilty ones because they saw a chance to cash in their chips and make a shed load of money. Perhaps. Well, so it's their fault. Yeah, you're right, it is. Pat, it's your fault. My mate's called Pat. Pat, you're you've betrayed your roots, Pat. Shame on you. (laughs) Shame on you. (laughs) But why are you so angry, James? What's, What's this anger about? Oh, you know, I just turned 50, and it's just like, you and your blood boils over mine. And the yeah, thing is, yeah. I woke up this morning, yes. and I had a premonition of you walking from some Ponzi hotel to that TVM studio, yeah. probably wearing shorts and flip-flops. Okay. And, and I, it all joined up, okay. and that's why I called. So, hang so, on, are you ang- you're angry with me, because I started off, and this is true, I started off as working class on a council estate, and then probably around, well, when we moved to Farnham Common, I, I made the transition to middle class. So you're angry with me. You should have stayed in the Britwell, where you belong. Well, well, well we did this weird thing 
that, um, you know, I kind of feel partly guilty about, but I don't know why, because it had nothing to do with me, and I'm, I'm glad it happened, where we bought our council house, and then we sold it three years later for, for an extra £50,000, or whatever it was, mm. um, and then we moved out. We, we did that. Fair play to you, Ian. Well, I was, I was 11. My, my part in it was minimal. It was down to my parents. But we, we did that, and that... Um, you know, and, and I'm, I realise now that historically I am part of the problem as to why there is a lack of housing for, um, lack of social housing, because my mum and dad sold their house. Yeah. Well, don't get me on social housing, right, and affordable housing, because affordable housing at 600 grand is not affordable, is it? So... Well, it's the, it's, the, it's the question is, is who is it affordable to? You know, that's, that's the, the, obviously the big, the big scam of the century. But, yes. Well, James, I hope you feel a, be- a bit better now that you've unburdened. I, I've offloaded, Ian. Well, <laughs> OK, thanks very much indeed. I'm going to cut you. you off now, yeah. just so you know that. Uh, and in answer to that message, James on the screen, nah, we, I really don't need to, trust me. Side note. Yes. Berkhamsted's always been posh. He sounded quite posh. I know. He sounded quite posh. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If, uh, if you want to um, give us a call then you can do. It's quite on the phone today, but do you know what? That's, that's the way it's meant to be today. It's the way it's meant. I've, I just really feel like I'm... Um, and I know you were worrying this was about you, Kath. It's not at all. But I just feel that there are so many people kind of putting their shit onto me, you know, and, and, and I'm allowing... It's partly my fault because I'm allowing myself to do it, but like the whole thing with Wasim and Jack yesterday and his milk and CJ, who it turns out was drunk and so these people are kind of putting all this stuff on me and and there's other people putting stuff on me as, as well outside of this and I just felt, but I'm just feeling weighed down by it all. Here's what happened from my perspective. Mm. I just see that on Twitter and think, oh bloody hell. Yeah. Oh, I'm his friend and he's not telling me. Yeah. He's kind of venting yeah. to Twitter. I hope he's all right. Oh yeah, no, I know, but I, it was it wasn't. You 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 you're one of the the, the good guys, but there's just there's just everyone's like you know, uh, oh not everyone, but there there are people that are just expecting so much of me, and I, I'm still getting emails from people expecting stuff from me, and I'm just thinking, but well, God, please. This is the thing. Since the jungle, yeah. There are a lot of people who are projecting what they think you are. Yeah, there is <laughs> Saint that. Ian. There was a bit of that on Saturday night, at the, 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 the Sunday night, Saturday night, wherever it was at the Rabbit Hole. I can't remember. Mm. Um, and uh, and it's it's that weird thing because obviously I have to kind of you know talk to the public, but because that is my job. And again, on Saturday and Sunday, we're doing two live shows that you can watch on Periscope. But um, th- there are people that kind of assuming that, that we are friends or that they know me or that I can solve their thing or that, you know, they they like the act and they, they get the act, but they don't like it when the act is, is then put on them, you know, me being short with them or me cutting them off on the show and all of this stuff. And I'm just, you know, and I'm I'm just struggling to get my head out. And then, of course, instead of going home to, you know, being my family home with my kids and stuff, I'm going to this horrible, crappy little flat. And it's just, it's just echoing. It's echoing on the walls. And I'm just, you know, I, but, but here's, here's, uh, here's the good news. I've, I've booked a week off in, um, what, what's that month? After March. Fe- March, that's the one. I booked a week off in March. I'm going to rent a cottage in Wales. I'm looking at them on Airbnb now. And I'm going to buy a mandolin and I'm going to take uh, the mandolin my PlayStation, 
Um, my Amazon Prime membership, because it's got a load of um, Bruceploitation movies on there. And I'm going to take one or two friends, uh, depending on if... They're free that week, and we're just gonna um, we're gonna play folk music, and we're gonna watch karate films. For James, that's the middle class version of going to Marbella on the on the uh, <laughs> lash. That's what we're gonna do, guys. I might even take the dog with me. I don't even like the dog. Yeah, but she'll like the walk. Yeah, she? she'll like it. Yeah. She's getting fat because no one takes her for a walk. Anyway, that's by the by. So oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you um, want to give us a call then uh, you're more than welcome. This is an interesting... Uh, it's quite on the phones, but we, 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 these are the shows I get paid for, so don't you worry about that. There's a, there's a story here. Listen to this. I don't even know why anyone would think this was a good idea. Plans... Plans for Britain's first 24-hour chippy... 24-hour chippy have been blasted over fears of antisocial behaviour. I don't think um, chip shops are the, a magnet for gang violence. Well, like chip fueled parties. But chips, who'd want chips at like five o'clock in the morning? Um, night workers? No. Cops joined neighbours uh, in warning against allowing Cardiff's Park Lane fish and chips to open round the clock. Oh, it, OK. Well, the city centre shop currently open from 11am to 6am. Wow. Oh, here we go. Has also applied to extend its alcohol licence until midnight. Ah, there we go. Locals and businesses in the city centre, including a nearby hotel, say there are problem, already problems at night. The decision is up before the council. Blackpool has a 24-hour chippy, but only for the summer season. Yeah, well, that'd be dead during the off season, wouldn't it? Black, but Blackpool's. Uh, this is this is this is mind blowing to me. Twenty four hour chip shops. I can't. I, I can't think of anything. I mean, I I, I do like the. I, every now and then, I, I I think, oh, I'd love a bag of chips, but I don't go and buy them because um well, because they're just so chippy, aren't they? You know, they're just so. It's it's, it's a lot of effort to buy a bag of chips. The last bag of chips, um. I had was where were we? When that we, box of chips we had. The box of chips. Where was that? Scunthorpe. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was Scunthorpe. Was it Scunthorpe? I don't. Anyway, we we we, we went and got a, a bag of chips on the the seafront. Um, it was but, like a shoebox full. It but because massive. I was nice to to the girl that was serving, she said, "I'll oh, I'll give you give you a big a big a big portion. Give you a big portion, like." I was like, all right, thank you. It was, it was like a shoebox full of chips. We couldn't finish them, could we? No, we couldn't finish it at all. It was really, we, It's one of those meals where you eat it and you're stuffed and you look down and it's like no one's touched it. <laughs> it was incredible. I'll tell you what I do like, though, chip butter. Yeah, I just, I tell you, well, I'm, I'm str- I can't really join in a conversation of food because I've just been out um, for a celebratory meal with my agent or I signed my contract for here. And we went to a really posh, really posh restaurant. We're not we're like a brasserie, right. brasserie, bra- a brasserie, brasserie. Well, I get what you mean. Okay. And they do, it was Welly Wednesday. So it was Beef Wellington, right? And the woman said, oh, we sold out. It was 7 o'clock, we sold out. Went, what? We sold out. And then the fella came. This is this is how good my age. A fella came over and said, 
Sorry, um, Mr. Cannon, Mr. Lee, we have reserved some beef Wellington for you. Hey, buddy, come on, mate. He's good. Come on, mate. Man, he's come good. on, mate. We'll have that. So we had that. What did it come with? Um, well, I then also had like a sort of lamb thing with roast potatoes, and then I ordered. Um, uh, I said mac and cheese because that's what it said on there, but it's macaroni cheese um, so as a side. Wow. Macaroni cheese as a side. But then they kept bringing us extra foods. They brought us out their charcuterie. Oh, nice. And um, and like a... Um, oh, for starter, get this for starter. I had a scotch egg. Was it wet in the middle? Yes, it was. A posh, posh, a posh scotch egg. It was unprecedented behaviour in there. Um, so, and do you know what? I bought, I paid for the meal because we, we were signing another two years at this crazy place. So I've signed now so I can do whatever I want and they can't get rid of me. Uh, well, yeah, but they'll get rid of me. Well, that's your, that's your uh, issue and, and uh, you need to deal with it. So um, good days, good, happy times, great times. Um, that's one hour down. It felt like four. Uh, but sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. You can't, you know, you, you just got to take the rough with the smooth. They can't all be great great shows, can they, guys? Uh, we've got another two hours. If you want to give me a call, you're more than welcome to. So far, we've talked about Elton John. We've talked about Boils. We've talked about Chips. We've talked about Marky Smith and The Fall. And uh, we've talked about Class Envy. Any of that, grab your fancy. Uh, you can call in about absolutely anything you want, of course. It's very simple. Uh, the phone number's free for most of you, pennies at most, but you, you'll speak to James, he'll take your name and number, and he will give you a call back. And you can call in about absolutely anything you want. Big, small, stupid, uh, heavy, whatever you want. 0344 499 1000. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Um, and we'll just sit here and we'll just chat through the papers. And if you don't want to call in, that's absolutely fine. We'll do one of those shows. Well, you don't get to, you don't, you don't have to call in. My name is Ian Lee. Her name is Catherine Boyle. This is the late night alternative. You are listening to us either on DAB, possibly via the Talk Radio app, or online at talkradio.co.uk. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, there are three ways of pronouncing M O O G. It's originally a Dutch name. This goes back you know, a thousand years or so. Uh, and in, in Holland, you would pronounce it moch. Now, that's a little bit too much here, here, to expect people to do here. Uh, in Germany, uh, it's a fairly common name, and there it's pronounced moog. In Great Britain, English-speaking countries, uh, people see the double O, and they say moog. Now, I just happen to like the sound of moog. Part of my I got, but it wasn't what I had in mind. 
So, you know what? That annoys me. Sorry. That's a really low quality version. I think I might have doubt. Let me get um We're gonna play that again, but let me buy a better version of it, because that sounded awful. Hang on. Um let's try this version. Sorry guys, that was a low quality version and it was annoying me. I hate it when radio stations do that. And do you know what? I'm on a radio station and I was playing a low quality version and it's just not good enough and it's a bloody good song. So um We'll wait and we will we'll play it again because I think if you're going to play some Neil Diamond, then God damn it, you've got to play it uh, a proper version. Sorry, sorry guys, sorry guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us um, a call, then you can. Let me just get this up and then we'll. Um, um, it was there. Here we go. That's better. That's better. I got well it wasn't what I had in mind People talking at me Like I'm talking strange Me I ain't much better cause I'm thinking the same Hey boy New York City look at me now Being stared at from behind the cloud Mississippi Some song in there, hey? Love a bit of Neil Diamond, dear listener. Hey, I told you it was a musical show. You know the Smiths were going to get back together. Did you read this the other day? I read this the other day. The Smiths were going to do a tour. This is absolutely true. I read this, right? Um, uh, and, and they're not going to do a tour now. Uh, but it, uh, but Johnny Marr and um, Stephen Morrissey were not part of it. It was the other two and a third one. 
Right. They were apparently there. I read this and I thought, oh, maybe, you know. And it, it, that's not so unusual because you see, you know, the Hollies touring and it's not the... It's, I think it's only the original guitarist with the Hollies now and it's the singer from Shawadi Wadi. You know, you, you see bands touring. It's nice to go to go and see these bands. But the, 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 the Smiths, the, the three other Smiths, were going to um, reunite, but they're not. Uh, heaven knows they were miserable before. <sighs> I mean, that's professional good but stuff. But fans of the Smiths are even more fed up after a planned reunion collapsed. Three live concerts were called off just one day after an announcement that three of the band were getting back together. It was said drummer Mike Joyce, bassist Andy Rourke and fifth Smith, Craig Gannon, would play Smith songs for the first time in 30 years. Now, which is the one, because I've, I've listened to Johnny Marr's audiobook. Set the Boy Free. And there's one of the Smiths that isn't Stephen Morrissey that he likes, and there's one that, and there's one that he refuses to like because of the court case where he... So which one does he like? Does he like um, uh, drummer Mike Joyce? No, I think it's bassist Andy Rourke he likes, and that drummer Mike Joyce is not part of the inner circle anymore. I don't get the Smiths, and I know you like them. I love them. And I've, I've really tried. I've seen Morrissey live. I, my, my sister um, uh, uh, forced me at gunpoint to go and see Morrissey live at the... Uh, was it the Kilburn National? Is that what it was called? You know, like 1,500-seater venue. Uh, when was that, Joe, if you're listening? I'm going to say... I'm going to say around 1990, something like that. And um, it was, you know, it was, it was a great show. And... Um, I like the song he did with... You've heard, have you heard the song he did with Susie Sue? Oh, that's a great song. It's a cover version of a song. Mm. Um, we'll play it after 12, remind me, because um, I'm playing too much music tonight. Um, but he it, 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 it did a great... It's a B-side. I had it on single. It's a B-side to one of his um, his soppy solo songs. But the, the B-side... Oh, it's a great tune. I remember it being a great tune. I've not heard it for 20 years. It could be a stinker. We'll find out in a bit. Um, but I don't, I don't quite. The Smiths don't really speak to me, and uh, and um, I can appreciate the wordplay. I, I can appreciate the jokes. I can appreciate the dark humour. Um, you know the jingle jangle guitar. But it, it's, it's nice, just, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it, it, I don't, I don't get it. Right? Doesn't doesn't um, doesn't hit me. I love it. Doesn't hit me. Absolutely love it. Um. Rourke rubbished the claims at his involvement in the Classically Smiths tour. Or Google Classically Smiths tour. See if we can find uh, many posters for it. Saying, nothing was ever confirmed, approved or contracted by me or my team. Joyce then pulled out and the gigs were cancelled. Singer Stephen and guitarist Johnny were never involved. Well, they were selling tickets. Were they? Mm-hmm. How much were tickets? Well, they've closed down the site now, but it was on ctickets.com. Oh, flipping heck. Isn't that cheeky? Mm-hmm. Isn't that cheeky? Um, but I could, if, if I were a Smiths fan, I'd pay money to go and see them. I'd pay money to go and see them. I wouldn't. Um, well, I'd go and see Johnny Marr. I'd go and see Morrissey. Well, have you been to see Mo- Morrissey? Yeah. Have you been to see Johnny Marr? No. Right, well, then to that, you've just said a lie. I would, I said. Well, go on then. No, I haven't. Well, well, exactly. So you, you wouldn't. But I would. Well, you haven't. He's been playing for about the last 30 years. Yeah, but I would. Well, you, but you haven't, though. But I wouldn't go and see them. Um, 
Well, I'm I'm getting very close, very close to booking a flight to the United States of America to go and see Michael Nesmith and the First National Band. Very close. He's done a few dates, which um, I'm having recorded professionally to release on my record label. Um, but if he does any more, all he's doing is playing country songs from his first three solo albums, which are, which are must-haves for any fans of the genre. Loose Salute, Magnetic South and Nevada Fighter. Go and buy those. Um, and he's got a band. And and uh, he's got a steel guitar player. And it's I've seen video of it. And it looks flipping amazing. I'm yay close to... to if he announces some more dates, I'm going. I'm going. So, sorry, guys. You don't, don't care think. anymore, do you? you don't I, don't, I don't care anymore. I'm going because these people are dying, right? And with Diamond has proved, proven to me and Elton John has proven to me... He's not dying. He's, well, no. Um, but the, he's taking the piss. But um, <laughs> they... It, they, you know, you've got to go... Nesmith's got to be 74. He's going to die soon. And I don't want to have not seen the first national band, so I'm going. And then he's going to do a tour with Mickey. I'm going to go and see that. I just don't care. Life is life is for the living, you know. Um, um, by the way, that Art Garfunkel book, I've only got another 20 minutes to go. Will you miss it? Mm, um, it, it? It's becoming a chore, but... <laughs> You know, he walked across America. Did he, though? Yes. Mm. And he walked across Europe from the top of Ireland all the way across to Istanbul. How do you know? Well, he says he did. No, he doesn't. He, no, he does. He, he says, says in the book. He says, I, I walked... Yeah. yeah, yeah does I'm... he mean it or is he being poetic? No, 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 God, God, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll find a bit. Hang on a minute. Um... Taken to the extreme. Just tells... To lead a better life, I need my love to be here. Oh, that's just where he's listing songs he likes. <laughs> he does, he's going, these, these, I like these songs in the order that I heard them. Um, hang on a minute. Hang on. The act of life is, for me, forever charmed. <laughs> Euro walk completed. There we go. Leg number 30. Euro walk. Ipsala to Istanbul. I walk because I'm fiercely in love with being alive. I walk for the lungs to exhale and expel. I walk for the spine to be upright. I walk to hear the rooster. I am a singer. I love to see decrepit things, history, old shacks, the beauty of six o'clock, of seven, of eight, the twilight lay of the land in lullaby. I play with mathematics. I calibrate. Lately, I enjoy guessing the steps to the mosque up ahead. Every two steps is a five-foot pace. A hundred meters, 68 of them, is a short home run. Most of all, I walk to relax. A word that means the world to me. A door to everything I care about. The life within. Philosophy. The beauty behind the beauty. Shibuli. Oh. So I remember, I measure, I miss my loves at home. I empty out to come about. I am a singer. I mean, it, it, it talks like this all the time. So you ring him up. Oh, how was your day? Well, that's quite a long way. Look, there's the map. Yeah, yeah, no, but... That's fifty hours worth of walking. Yeah, that's that's the thirtieth stage. He just said that's that's the thirtieth stage. He walks across. I don't know if he does it all in one go, 
But he walked from Ireland to Istanbul. He walked all the way across America. Gosh. Um, imagine being the person he tells about it when he gets oh, back. Imagine being... Yeah. <laughs> Um, but imagine, but he talks about, he's, he's walking through Ireland and he sees some cows and he sings to them. Imagine, imagine you, you're just like, you, you, you're just walking and you go, that fellow we passed, right? Was that our Garth uncle? No, it couldn't have been. He, he walks, he walks all the bloody way. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. Someone has very kindly pointed me into the, the direction of artgarfunkel.com where he lists every book he's read since 1968. He really does. But there's also a section called Walks. Art started his first walk in the early 80s when he was in Japan and decided to walk across that country. Somewhere around 1984, he left his New York City apartment, cut across Central Park and went past his alma mater, Columbia University, across the George Washington Bridge, and was in New Jersey. That was the beginning. Most of the time I was alone with my Sony Walkman and my notebook in my pocket. Over 40 more excursions, about three a year, taking about 12 years, I crossed the entire United States. His walk across America ended September 1997 at the South Jetty, the Pacific Ocean. In May 1994, he began to walk across Europe, starting in Ireland. Isn't that nuts? He's quite a compulsive person, isn't he? He's a nut job. He can't just go for a little walk. He has to, like, complete things. And look, there's the dates of exactly when he walked course, and where he walked. Of course there are lists. Oh, God, I love... Um, um, let's find a list of his books. Um, pick a year, any year, and we'll see what books Art Garfunkel read. All right, uh, 1993. Um, oh, look, at um, 1993. Okay. Um, oh, uh, April 1993, he was reading a book by K.J. Dover called Greek Homosexuality. Gosh, what was that about? <laughs> um, then he, after that, he read England in the 20th Century, then after that, The Lighthouse by Virginia Woolf. Kevin from Highgate's emailed in. What did you say to wind up Steve Allen of LBC? He was having a right go at you yesterday morning on his show. What did you say? Um, just that he gets his dick out of Christmas parties and he's a knob and he's a bully and that he thinks fat shaming is a funny thing to do and that he's really, really misogynistic and that he's a nasty piece of work. But apart from that, nothing. Touchy. If, uh, very, very touchy. Steve is one of those people who likes to dish it out. But boy, oh boy, if anybody says anything about him, he has a little hissy fit. Terrible presenter, zero talent, and he can shove that 4am spike right up his jacksie. Let's go to Chris. Good evening, Chris. Hello, Chris. Uh, hi. Hello, Chris. Hi, Yes. Uh, I was just calling to uh, ask something in regards to something you were uh, talking about a few weeks now. Okay, yes. Uh, a few weeks back. Yes. And it's, um, it's that fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Where, where can I find it? I'm, I'm only asking because <laughs> I really need some inspiration for one of my own. You really inspired me in the jungle, you see. Say that again. Uh, I'm asking for where can I find this yes. fan fiction? Yes. What? W- why? Why do you? What? What is your fan fiction going to be about? Well, you, of course. Okay. Well, why do you need to copy the works it's, of it's somebody else? It's inspiration, you see. Yeah, but but well, I, as I was saying, why do you need to copy the works of someone else? If if you're going to be a writer, then delve deep within. I've never I've never read a fan fiction before. I need to know. 
So get to know the genre. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. The best best way to create art is to be unblemished by anybody else's art. See, I don't don't agree with that. Well, you're wrong. In music, I like to play the guitar a lot. And in music, there's lots of places you can take inspiration from and then make it your own. And I feel like I could do that. But the best best artists would would just go and create. You're aware of Captain Beefheart, of course, aren't you, as a guitarist? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's your favourite uh, Beefheart album? If I'm honest, I don't know any albums. Okay, favourite but... favourite Beefheart song? Oh, I've, I've listened to them. I couldn't name any songs, I'm not, okay. not going to lie. Okay, well, that, that, that that's fine, of course. Well, uh, my favourite Beefheart song is a song that goes Smiled and Twisted from Trout Mask Replica. Now, of course, he, right. what he did was he holed up his band in a house in the desert and forbade them to listen to records, cassettes... Or the radio. He came up with his own musical notation system that was based on colours. And he would get people to rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse. And it all came from a unique place. And let me tell you guys, there is no album out there like Trout Mask Replica. Because it comes from within. And I'm suggesting, uh, Chris, that you can do the same thing with your fan fiction. Sounds like good, good uh, advice. Information, information. Yeah, advice, advice information. Advice. The, the words are interchangeable. Advice. advice is the correct one, though. Um, well, I wish you the best of luck with it, Chris. And, and and when you've got something, feel free to give us a call back and share it with us. Will do, Ian. That's Will great. Do. Thank you very much indeed, Chris. A lot of weirdos out at the moment, aren't there? A lot of weirdos out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of kids doing characters. Oh, bless them. Because you can't just Google fan fiction. No, no. no. He's not going to write anything, unfortunately. No. That, that's a shame. Wants... Well, speaking of fiction, there's... Um, uh, there's... Uh, where is it? In the... Uh, in the sum. Uh, writer... As writer blasts lack of danger in kids' books... There we go. Once upon a time, health and safety killjoys threatened to wipe out any hint of danger from children's books, leaving the plot too dull for words. Ah, here we go, right. Sadly, this is not a fairy tale, but what is happening, according to Francesca Simon, author of the popular Horrid Henry kids' books. Ah, that kid. She reckons publishers are so worried that stories will encourage youngsters to put themselves in harm's way that they are censoring content. Content. Um, Francesca told Radio 4's Today programme it means Henry would not be able to jump off a roof or play with pots and pans. Asked if it was the publishers who insist on this, she replied, absolutely. No child standing on a chair by a stove. You will never see that in a picture book. Um, Kate Wilson, boss and founder of children's publishers, Noisy Crow, added children's publishers are drearily self-restrained. So thank goodness these kids' classics came along before the safety police. Because Kate Jackson found plenty of hazards in them, and then she um, uh, lists books that have got hazards in. Um, uh, I, I struggle with Horrid Henry. I right. do. He's a runt. Well, here's the thing. And my, and, and and this is where it becomes very confusing with me because my kids love them. Yes. Right? My kids love the Horrid Henry books, and they love the Horrid Henry TV show, and um, they like the Horrid Henry m- movie. Which we, I would suggest the movie. Let's put the movie to one side because it's. It, I think it's a different beast to the books and the cartoon series. Right? It's, I think it's a different beast. Dick and Dom are in the movie, um, but I think it's a different beast. And um, uh, uh, the, the, 
I don't think the books and the cartoon series are very good. I don't think they're very good. Um, I mean, they're rude and vulgar, which is which is fine. I don't really have a problem with rude and vulgar, but um, I, I think the the rudeness and the vulgarity is 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 lacking. It's kind of lacking an intelligence to it, um, and I don't think they're very good. But my kids love them, so it, am I being a snob by? And I let them watch it. I don't st- certainly don't you know don't stop them watching it. I don't stop them reading the books. But am I being a snob by thinking that they're not very good and my kids love them? Because I imagine that, 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 that someone would argue, ah, well, they're not aimed for you, they're aimed at kids. But I can still get, you know, I can still get, I can still see the worth, the artistic merit in some of the books that it listed here, the, the, the Enormous Crocodile, Roald Dahl, um, uh, Lost and Found by Oliver Jeffers. Oh, yeah. is a great book. Tiger Who Came to Tea, Judith Kerr, um, the, the Secret Seven, the Fame. I can still get, you know, the, the Harry Potter books, I can still get the artistic merit in that. But with Horrid Henry, I, I just don't think they're very good. I don't like the kid. I think he's obnoxious. At least, you know, if you... Um, i tell you what I do like, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Those films are great, and I, and I think the books are good. But Horrid Henry, it's got no saving grace. Well, but this is it. I'm, but I'm, what, what I'm trying to get is, am I... Am I is it? I'm just looking at Art Garfunkel's list of books. I don't think he's read any of the uh, the, the Henry's... Henry books. But I'm I'm wondering if if it, if if the argument is true that I'm not meant to like them. You know, I'm not meant to like modern music, right? Because it's aimed at eleven year old girls. Um, and 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 maybe it is an age thing. Maybe at forty four. This, these are written in such a way that it, 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 you know, sonically, I'm not meant to connect with it on, in some way. I don't know. I, I, or maybe they're just not very good. I don't know. Um, these books, uh, going on a bear hunt. Michael Rosen, you see. Um, oh, what is it? I mean, this, this, this counts as journalism today. Look. So they've just listed a load of children's books, and then, well, listen to this. Um, Hazard, we're going on a bear hunt. A reckless teenager takes his three young siblings across fields through a deep river, across thick mud, battling a snowstorm and into a cave looking for a bear. And here are the the hazards. Lack of vital preparation, no phone, no map, no compass and failure to check weather forecast. Young children improperly supervised and wearing inappropriate clothing and footwear foolishly enter lair of a dangerous wild animal. This is two pages in, in, in a national newspaper, the same national newspaper that owns us. What the hell is that? How is this? I mean, the, the rubbish they... Um, the rubbish they, they, they put in here. I mean, it really is ridiculous. Anyway. 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you don't have to. Um, it's it's uh, a strange and balmy, and I'm saying balmy with an L, not with an R, uh, evening. And um, you're quiet on the phones, and that's absolutely fine. And there's a, there is a strange vibe um, that I think kind of started yesterday that's emanating out of the speakers into your ears, filling your room with a, a weird mustiness, and that's sometimes there. If you do want to give me a call, you can, of course, 0344 499 1000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. 
It's a late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to um, uh, give us a call. Then you're more than welcome. And if you don't want to give us a call, well, then you don't have to. We've got an- only another hour and a half to go. We'll, we'll stumble through this. Um, oh, there's a, and there are gazers in the papers, and I've got no idea why, and I don't really care why. But i tell you why it struck me. Because he's got a beard. Have you seen his beard? No. What's that on his face? Oh. What's that? Gosh, that's like a... That's like a glued-on beard. That's like sort of an Amish beard. It's football legend Gaza scoring a latte winner. He's ordered a coffee. It's not a mooka. Uh, for the fans, the Geordie, 50, also got an England cappuccino. Clever. With Spurs mate Paul Stewart, 53, and a pal. And he was full of beans with Rebecca Vardy, 35. And at the end of it all, he gets to lift a cup. So um, he's gone out for a coffee, which is great. And, you know, and I, I don't like this uh, th- th- this um, needless hounding that there's been of, of you know a man and his demons. But what's that beard about, man? It it just looks like it's kind of... I mean, you know, it, I, it, I don't want to, you know, add to his woes, but it looks like it's just been stuck on. It's the strangest, strangest thing. It's just the edge of his chin. He's it, got, like, this sort of under-lip bit. There's a half-moon shaved out of it. There's big old gaps. There's big old gaps. But fair play. Not fair play to him. It's nice to see him looking a bit better. Sir Ken Dodd's agent has slammed upsetting and completely unre- untrue reports that the comic has died. The stories have been circulating on social media, but publicist Rob, uh, Robert Holmes said yesterday, I've just spoken to Ken on the phone from his hospital bed. Oh. He is philosophical about what's happened, but he's continuing to make slow and steady progress. Doddy, who was 90 last November, was admitted to the Liverpool Heart and Chest Hospital 12 days ago with a severe chest infection. His partner, Anne Jones, said he was being looked after very well and hoped to return home to Nottyash, Liverpool, in the not-too-distant future. Mr Holmes added, This report was upsetting and, of course, completely untrue. But reports like this get passed around very quickly, which is what makes them all the more distressing. The comedian earlier thanked his fans and the NHS for all their support. He said a very big thank you to everybody for their good wishes. Um, there we go. So he's he's uh, uh, Ken Dodd, not dead yet. And and long may he continue to not be dead. Um, uh, there's there's been a, uh, there's been a lot of um, famous people dead rumours. Do you remember Paul Weller? Died in a uh, car crash in a mini in nineteen ninety two. Um, um, I think wasn't Jimmy Somerville supposed to be dead at one point as well? Jimmy, some, there was a rumor going around that Jimmy Somerville was dead. Paul McCartney, of course, died in nineteen sixty seven again in a car crash. Um, uh, uh, but they, they, these rumors don't seem to happen so much now. There's Twitter. They used to be like word of mouth uh, rumors, and now on Twitter, I don't think anyone's done a. Such and such is dead. Well, actually, there was one last week. Oh, go on. Who died on Twitter? Do you remember Rodrigo from Big Brother? I do remember... Uh, 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 I think I remember Rodrigo. Yeah, Rodrigo. He looked a bit like Charlene Spiteri. 
Now he's transitioned. He's a, he's a woman. OK. She's a woman. Yep. And um, there was a thing on Twitter saying that she... From her Twitter account saying yeah. she died. Oh. And, then, and everyone was saying, oh, what a shame, you know. Yeah, yeah, shame. Yep, yep, yep. And then the next day, she's back on there saying, I'm not dead. Someone hacked my account. Oh. Someone she knows. Oh. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, I suppose... Um, OK, so there's there's one. If, if anyone else can think of anybody who's... Um, Dead, come but back not to dead. life. He's come back. He's come back to life. You know, you would think there'd be more of it on on uh, Twitter, guy. We're trying to call you, but it's going to answer phone you. Absolute pudding. So whatever you're doing, stop doing it for crying out loud, um, so we can get you on the show. God damn it! Um, but yeah, you would think that, that that there would be a whole. It would be easy to fake someone's death on on Twitter, um, but quite often. You'll get people saying, oh, it's a shame someone's died when they died two years before. Pierce Morgan, of course, did it with uh, Tony Hart. You know, my condolences to his family. And he'd actually died a couple of years before. I think I retweeted someone saying some singer had died and they died the year before or or something like that. So it is... um, it's an area for misinformation, definitely. And then there are people who die and you thought they died years ago. Oh well, there's 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 always that there's there's yeah there's always that people you think oh flipping heck um I don't know what to do with the uh, there's guys calling in James um, I don't know what to do with the rest of the show it just feels it feels leaden feel a bit leaden mm. to you feel a little bit um, not uh, I don't I don't know second show in in uh, in the space of a week where I feel it's just not quite we're not quite there. Yet. There's a funny dark vibe, isn't there? There is. It's partly flipping boiling in this studio. I'm going to be honest with you. That's that's not helping things. But there's 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 something there's something not quite right, and it it, it comes down to me ultimately. It's it's uh, my name uh, above the door. So if it ain't working, um, then it's down to me. But I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure what it is I'm doing um, differently or incorrectly or. Or what? Why we're not quite getting um, uh, traction yet? Don't quite know. Um, I shall have a think of it uh, over the over the coming few days and see where we get to. Uh, let's go to Guy. Good evening, Guy. Oh, good evening, Ian. Hi, Kath. Hi, Guy. Um, I just wanted to, to um, uh, have a. You were saying about um, kids' literature and how it was dumbed down. Um, well, no, sorry. That's my opinion. I think it's been okay. dumbed down considerably. Um, but I don't just think it's kids' books. Oh. Well, What else do you think it is? I think it's kids' entertainment in, in its entirety. Go on. Um, I, I genuinely think that um, back from the uh, 70s, 80s, I think there was, uh, um, even, even in the early 90s mm-hmm. to a certain extent, there was a, a, a greater sort of quality of of, of uh, material out there yes. that meant that we were i think i think had a, a better standard of education for kids um and i think that because of the uh the the wider spectrum of of availability of of of, of yes. um yes What's the word I'm looking for 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 literature for for uh, for all the types of media and everything out there? 
I think it's just watered it down. Right, I'll tell, I think... you, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you my views on this, right, and they've changed over the last two years, and I'll tell you for why. But books to one side, let's talk about TV programmes. Up until about two years ago, I thought all kids' TV programmes were infinitely better than when I was growing up, right, because we would watch CBeebies uh, and um, the other BBC channel for kids, and um, it was, it, I think all the programmes on there and the presenters are spot on. They're clued in, uh, they're intelligent, they're much better made, much higher production values than, you know, when I was a kid. And you've got to remember, right, that a lot of the, the programmes in the 70s and 80s, you remember the good ones, right? But there was a load of old crap. Pipkins for crying out loud, you know. <laughs> there was a load of old rubbish, right? So this is my thing up until two years ago. And then about two years ago, m- my family and, and my boys, we sort of, w- without making a conscious decision, um, well, we got Netflix. And we sort of stopped watching... We cancelled Sky and we sort of stopped watching the BBC and we started watching Netflix. And most of the thing, most of the kids' shows on Netflix are rubbish. And they're rubbish because they're like 10, 15 years old or they're just cheap crap from America. And America does some brilliant kids' TV shows, but, but Netflix seems to have, have um, gone double down on buying all of the crap stuff that they can get for tuppence. Um, so I think if kids are just watching Netflix and Amazon Prime, I mean, what is the point of that unless they're advertising with us, in which case they're great. Um, the, the, the kids' programmes on there are rubbish. But if you watch, like, the homegrown stuff on the BBC, I think they're infinitely better. So the, I would say the gap between the good and the bad has grown. <coughs> um, oh. Excuse me. Um, no, I, I don't know. I, I think... It's, the thing is, is like when cause I, I I had a very misspent youth. Um, I really did watch far too much kids programs and and, uh, and stuff like that when I was a kid. But um, I think um, e- even with as as you rightly I think pointed out earlier with with literature as well, I I think there's an air of laziness. I can't fault kids. But that's always been the way, Guy. But, Guy, that's always been the way. That's always... But you, maybe you were just lucky that you stumbled on the good, good kids' books and stuff, you know. I, but, but there's always been a load of old rubbish mixed in with a few really, really good things. Yeah. Well, maybe I can praise my parents then for picking the right things then. Well, exactly. But... I think, you know, uh, I, I think your parents probably did a good, uh, a good job. So, OK, what was the last kids' book you read? Um, as an adult or as, an, uh, as, a, as a child girl. No, the last... Well, have you got kids? No, oh, I'm for crying out loud. childless. Well, but well then you have... Then, but, but, but then if you're not immersed in that world, then you... I mean, we, we, OK, as an adult, what was the last kids' book you read? Um, I was reading my nephew, George's Marvelous Bedroom. Right, which is, and what did you think of that? Good. It's George's Marvelous Medicine. It's been it's been a classic for years. Okay, so so but, 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 but when have you read a recent kids book? You've just phoned in to say that kids books nowadays are rubbish, but I, I'm going to suggest that maybe you haven't read any. No, no. I mean, I the the, 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 stand, the standard. I mean, because. Well, but you did. Do you, have, have you read any? Yes. Which ones? Oh, it was. Um, uh, it, was, it was something to do with. Um, uh, it was like a modern day version of Topsy and Tim, 
but it, it was it was it's severely done down as far as I'm concerned. Right, well you can't. Um, hang on a minute, Topsy and Tim ain't the most intellectual books to be reading anyway. You can't no. dumb down Topsy and Tim. <laughs> no, no, that's very true. But the 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 I think the the dumb down Topsy and Tim. What are you talking? Is that possible? <laughs> They're books for four year olds. Well, my my niece wasn't much older than four when I read it. Well, then uh, there you go. You can't dumb down a four-year-old's book. <laughs> well, uh, no, I genuinely think over over the years, I just think it's been. No, you down. you. I don't know you. I don't think you do think that guy. I think that you think you think you should think that, but you don't think that because you haven't read kids' books. Well, not not on a regular occasion as a as, an, as a parent. Would, How many but... kids' books have you read in the last, uh, let's say, five years, roughly? Oh, um, Be honest. Not very many. Yeah, right. No, it, exactly. I've read shed loads, and I tell you what, there's uh, some crap in there, and there's some really really good stuff in there. And um, the, the 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 classics still stand the test of time. George's marvelous medicine, um, uh, the Secret Seven, the Famous Five. But there's also some really 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 good kids books uh, uh, that are out there that have been written in the last five years. There's some wonderful stuff out there, and there's some crap. And I've bought kids books and gone, I ain't reading that again. Um, um, and I bought some. I thought, "Wow, I wish I had this when I was a kid." But you, you, but if you haven't read them, guy, you can't, you can't say they've dumbed down. Oh no, uh, no. Admittedly, I can't. I can't say I've, I've ever been an authority on it, and I put my hands up to that. Right. But I, I was. I, I think my point was was in entertainment in it in general. Well, you brought it back to books when I. You brought it back to books when I was talking about TV. But I don't think. Yes, t- I don't think TV. I think. Um, I think the good stuff on kids' TV has got better, and the worst stuff has become more accessible because there are so many channels, you know, with Tiny Pops and um, uh, uh, Netflix and all of these channels that actually they 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 just put out a load of cheap crap. Um, but the, the but there is the the good stuff has got better. Nina and the Neurons. I watch more from Nina than, and the Neurons than I could possibly ever have learnt from, like, five years of watching kids' TV back in the 70s. Well, I, I was an 80s child, so I I, I, I mean, as much as I, I did watch a lot of back catalogue stuff from the 70s, but... Got All right, well, name me 80s. one... Name me, I tell you what, name me, name me one um, uh, um, high-quality programme from the 1980s. Um, I think the Racky Dolls was quite high, high quality. <laughs> Did you not think that what? they dumbed the Raggy Dolls down a little bit too much? No. I thought they taught, taught quite, quite good morals. I thought they had diversity. Raggy Dolls. All right, guy. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. What's he on about? Horrible histories. Operation Ouch. There are so many brilliant. My kids know loads about history that I didn't. I, I didn't know as an adult. The, the raggy dolls, though. I know. I mean, it's yeah. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're a wink, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening, Ian. Evening, Jonathan. What have you got for us tonight? To be honest with you, I haven't really got anything set in mind. Okay. Um, but uh, I, 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 
do you believe in the theory that with every reaction there's an equal and opposing reaction? Um, let's assume for argument's sake that I do. Okay. Okay. I, I, as a libertarian, I believe that you should leave sleeping dogs uh, uh, lie. Okay. Don't don't bother them. Okay. But I live my life by the max the maxim that if someone does me an injury, that I retaliate. You live by the James maxim of an eye for an eye, a tooth for a bloody tooth. Maybe not that quite that far, but okay. The thing is, I'm trying. I, I want to make very clear to the human race: oh. don't bother me. I'm not interested in sticking my nose in your affairs. Please don't stick your nose in my affairs, because like America after 9-11, I might bomb you into the Stone Age. Wow. That escalated quickly. At least coming from a guy who said he wouldn't necessarily go eye for an eye. Um, who's, who's, um, who's been bothering you? Everything. I look at, I, I've become rather black pill in the last few weeks. Yes. I, I, I ask my, I, I've, I've asked myself two questions. Yes. Is Britain worth saving if Britain wants to destroy itself? Yeah. And do white people deserve to be saved when they engage in degenerate behaviours wow. and self-destructive activities? I've got literally should... no idea what you're talking about, but this is amazing. Um, what, 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 what are you talk, what, Are you saying that you could potentially save England? No, no, Britain. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not arrogant enough to believe that. What I'm saying is, why should I fight to protect a country and yeah. protect the people? that not only don't want to protect themselves, but are actively seeking their own destruction. Why should we, uh, as, as a human race, save the pandas from extinction when the pandas don't want to reproduce? I'm going to be honest, Jonathan. I, I haven't got a Scooby-Doo what you're talking about. Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I, some, I, I, I question... Whether I know I'm doing the right thing by advocating for freedom, for uh, laissez-faire uh, politics, yes. uh, for people to just uh, 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 shut up and leave other people alone and get off shut their lawn. Shut up and drive, yes. But if, but if people want to pursue their own destruction, why am I waste? Why do I care so much? Why can't I be more like Aaron Clary? Why can't I enjoy the decline? Because you're, you're a care. Because Jonathan, you're a caring guy. It's in. I, I get this. It's in your nature to care for people. You love people. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, the people. They, I have a love-hate relationship with people. Right. On the right. one hand, they do things that drive me out of my skull. But then you get random acts of kindness. Yeah. Uh, 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 for example, and this this is a sad reflection of how humanity is. Okay. When I come home every night, there's a little cat who lives across the street from me. Yes. And as soon as he sees me, he runs up to me, and he's purring and he's running around my legs, and he's very affectionate and, and very kind. And I don't know who this cat is. I don't know no. his neighbours. You don't know his All name, do you don't is, know if he's married or anything about this cat, it's just a friendly what, cat. What, what, what I know is that I have insomnia and 
often nights, I sometimes go out and have a walk just to uh, burn off some excess energy. Okay. And, and there, and there are other head. things you could do within the confines of your bed, but you decide no, to go yeah. for a walk. And, no. and, and one night it'd been raining particularly heavy. Yes. And uh, uh, there'd been a, a lull in the, the weather. So I was walking outside. Yeah. And I heard this little cat crying out in agony, been yeah. left out in the cold, in the wet. It was, it was completely wet. Yeah. Went up to the cat, did my best in my own crude way to uh, uh, dry off the cat. Uh, and the cat has repaid me with kindness. And it reminds me of what someone said. Yeah. Animals, if you do, if you do a kind act by them, They'll love you unconditionally. Androcles and the lion. You you, you do a kind act for a human, and they will hold it against you. They will resent you for it. They'll shit on you. um, Yeah. 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 So the only reason I've not succumbed to the black pill is because I'm looking at, well, what happens if Britain... Disappears. What if white people disappear? Oh. Is the world going to be a better place <laughs> hang on, hang on a or a worse? So is place? this? Hang on a minute. Is this whole thing hinging on the fact that some white people are having children with other people that are non-white? No, it, it's not. It's not about make, uh, race mixing. Okay, it's, about, you, it's the second I, time I, you've I, mentioned I, you've mentioned sort of the decline of white people. I, I, it, it affects other people as well, but I'm focusing on white people in particular in this instance yes. because a I'm white, yes. and what, what, whatever way you look at it, I'm I'm either part of the problem or I'm part of the solution, depending right. on what your political stance is. Yes, but I. I, I I wish I didn't care, but I do care oh, I because it, I have I I have a soul, and I I don't want to see uh, the world. Uh, this is this is what I think my problem is. Yeah, I'm like that owl character in Watchmen, where he he apparently thinks that superheroes are supposed to make the world a better place. Yes, when I should be more like Roshank. Who, who, sh- who should see humanity for what it truly is, okay. yet he, do- he does the righteous, noble thing. I should, I should instead be focusing myself on glorifying God yes. rather than uh, trying to make the world a better place because we can't, we, we may make it more tolerable, but no matter how hard we try, yep. uh, we can't make it a better place. No. And there's one quote that I've been mulling over for a couple of years now. OK, let's and hear it. Maybe, maybe you will be able to help illuminate it for okay, me. OK, probably, yes. There's a, there's a quote from the Metal Gear Solid games. Great games. Snake, Snake, it's what's the character from it? Snake? Snake and Big Boss. Yeah, Snake and Big Boss, and, yes. Yeah. It's, it's not about changing the world. It's about r- respecting the will of others while believing in your own yes and i think i sort of i sort of understand it but at the same time i can't fully grasp it no. and perhaps because you won master chef or mastermind or whatever it was mastermind and and um ready steady cooks so, you ready steady cooks. and the and the weakest link yes. but maybe we, 
two brains are better than one. Maybe you could unpack that and well, teach me something. Jonathan, I, I'm, I am a teacher. That, that, I'm a very wise man. Um, and you've given me something to think about. Thank you very much indeed. Sir. Um, on that bombshell, we'd all like to go home now, but we ain't got the opportunity. We've got another hour. Oh, three. This is why I love this gig, because you can you can struggle for two hours and you get a call like that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, you, <laughs> it, it, you know, we often refer to this show as a drop in centre for the lost, the lonely and the bewildered. And um We've not had many calls tonight, but I'll be honest, they've, they've, all, they've all been quality. Um, you really can call in about absolutely anything you want. We've talked about kids' books. We've talked about uh, Rorschach. We've talked um, about saving humanity and um, stray cats. 0344 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we call you back. You're listening to Talk Radio on DAB, on app or on talkradio.co.uk. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
if it's real Or just something we're both dreaming of What seems like an interlude now Could be the beginning of love What seems like an than I remembered. Got it, it slow, isn't it? It's slow. <laughs> Flipping it. Right, can I, right, right, something's got to change. Something's got to change. So I'm getting pissed off now. Right, whatever idiot sent us food, great. We ain't going to go down there and get it. It's going to stay there. You've wasted your money. Well done, you. You're a nut job. Um, CJ, never contact me again. Never email me again. Never tweet me again, right? Because you're a pain in the ass. Just sent me this, 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 listen to this email. Hi, Ian, it's me. I know you've been moaning constantly about me. No, I haven't. Get a grip, son and some others about how you feel that we put so much shit on you. But it is your job, isn't it, really? Mm. You have 21 hours in a day to not put up with us. Your job is so fun, yet you still find the time to hurt me and others by mentioning my name on air without my permission. Get a grip. I could sue you, you know. Shut up. Unless I am on air, do not talk about me. Thank you, CJ. As you are, I feel like I am just your dustbin. Never email me. Never phone this show. Never tweet me. I don't want your sober apology the next day. I don't want anything to do with you. I have given you more time than a a lot of people have got, Sunshine, and you throw it back in my face when you're drunk, all right? Go to an AA meeting. Sort yourself out. I don't want nothing to do with you, buddy. We're done here. We're done here, right? And you've you have gotten away with a lot of stuff, right? We're done, okay? Flipping heck! And the Joker that sent us food. Well done. We ain't going to go down and get it. So you've just wasted your money. I mean, I don't want to go on, on Matthew Wright on your asses, but what the hell is your problem? What the hell is all of your problem? God, people, people. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here's a nice person. Good evening, David. I think I might have got a wrong number because this <laughs> don't sound like the nice boy off the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like you in the jungle, but now I get to hear you a lot. I think you're an, an asshole, David. Um, uh, uh, have we've spoken before, haven't we, David? Oh, I'm a very nervous first time. Oh, it's great to have you on board. You've got one of those voices. People say that, don't they? About, oh, I've got one of those faces. Well, I've got, everyone's got one of those faces. They're called faces. What do you mean we've got one of those faces? I've got one of the, have I met you before? No, I've just got one of those faces. What, with the eyes and the the nose? Yeah, that would be it. It's just the physiognomy of your face that is recognisable, you muppets. 
Anyway, you're David. not helping this first call to be any less tense. In fact, you're actually making it harder. Well, I can only apologise. <sighs> Do you mind if I ask you a few jungle questions? Yeah, go on. I loved you in the jungle. Yeah, all right, go on. <sighs> so, you took a camera in as your luxury item. Well, yeah. Were there any other items on your list that you kind of were debating? No, they, what I... they did was they sent me an email saying, by, by the way, what would your luxury item be? And I was like, um, I don't really know. And they sent me a list of like popular choices. And there was they said people in the past have gone for a pillow, a camera and something else. And I went, oh, I'll take a camera. And I thought I was going to get one of those disposable cameras with 36 exposures. And my plan was to take 36 pictures and then sell them when I came out. But instead they gave me a really crappy instant camera that only oh, had so eight pictures went, so in it. So you did go in with a plan then? Yes, I did. I went with a plan to try and make more dollar. Mm. Okay, yeah, getting it, learning more and more, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, So, I know that, I know you're not going to disclose amounts, but the pay is different for the various jungle contestants. Yes. But... I tell you what, you know, Kez's money is out. You know, know Kez got £70,000. She never did. She's got £70,000. And all I will say is... 70 k 70k. All I will say is... She got more than me. That's, that's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, you said you got 50. Did I? Yeah, yeah. But, so, but, so you all get various amounts, yes. but do you get a similar room in the hotel? Um, well... Or do some of them get proper, nice, bra rooms? <laughs> you all get a similar room in... But I was only in my room for one night, because I, I, I did so, so well. You, you, you all well, get... You did so well yes. because you went in five days late. Had you gone in well, five days earlier, yeah, possibly. people would have got to know you a lot quicker and you'd have probably been one of the first out. Yeah. But, uh, but, well, but possibly, that possibly is the case. Uh, uh, what was your name? Uh, David, yes, you, you could be right David, there. Yeah, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a bit more confident now. I'm getting used to it. You're, get, you're, 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 you're fitting in quite nicely. He's getting a little bit sassy. Okay. Ooh. Um... <laughs> So yeah. you know when you when you got in there right, and you had to like you had to do a competition with Kez to see who was going to be the leader. Yes, and everyone had to decide who they were going to yes. go with. You yes. know if they won, and even your mate Shappy chose the lady. Yeah, one. she. Well, I didn't. I didn't know her, but I was gutted when she chose me, and I thought, I thought maybe she knew something about me. Who Shappy? Yeah, I thought maybe she knew something about me, and that's why she was. Um, uh, well, she was um, um, uh, suspicious of me. Oh, you've been a bit vague. Yeah, well, I'm being vague. Yeah, I'm, I'm a vague kind of guy. Okay, but like, um, you you seem like quite a loyal friend. I mean, you went with her to the like the big show thing the other night. Yes. Um, I'd have, I'd have probably held a grudge, man. Why? I'd have had, I'd have had beef. <laughs> I'd have had, I'd have had like not even like fully cooked beef. There'd wow. have been no gravy. Wowzers! It wouldn't have been all gravy. It would have been beef. Raw, 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 ungravied beef. Yeah, yeah. No, but I like Shappy a lot. I was um, a bit uh, uh, starstruck by her, and um, uh, uh, you know, it, we, it was all explained afterwards why they all um, shafted me and made me feel, um, um, you know, un- unloved. Oh, it must have been hard. I did fail for you. Oh, thank you, David. Um, is it true that you're only a size seven shoe? No. 
And is it true that Kath's about a size nine? Yes. Uh, that'll be it then for this well, first call. Thanks for calling, David. I look forward to your second call. All the best. Thank Take you very care. much. Ta-ta. Um, CJ didn't send that email. I, I think I know what's going on. I think I know what's going on. We've upset a couple of people over the last couple of days, and they're exacting their revenge. The uh... W, the K, all these people are doing that. And good for you. Well done, guys. You, well, fair play, you got me. You got me, and that's great news. Well done. Apologies to CJ for uh, dissing him on the radio. Um, uh, well, well done. His, his, uh, his my default setting now is just not going not gonna to trust anybody. <laughs> not going to trust anybody. Oh, man, alive. And I know that Kadir tried to phone in earlier on as well. It's a, it's a strange old world, isn't it? All we're trying to do is just do a radio show. It's just do like a nice, um, you know, slightly naive, psychedelic radio show that's fun. Um, and, and some people want to puncture the fun by being weird, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it could be any number of people. And I, and I say to... to uh, let's, get C, let's get CJ on. Let's get, let's get him on, because I, I owe him an apology, because I was rude about him on it. Um, you know, it could be John, it could be Alex, it could be any of the callers that we've up. It could be any of these people, and mm. they're, they're sn- sniffing a little bit of of, of weakness um, on my part, and they're they're going in. And I just need I need to just take a step back. But we'll get CJ on after the break, and I'll apologise to him because I was rude about him on air, and it, it wasn't him. Oh, right, let's get him on now. CJ, I apologise to you, brother. I, sh- I, I assumed it was you, and I and no, I, it I, wasn't I, I me. No, yeah. I know, I know, it wasn't you, and I take I take that back. And I said some very mean. things things no, about you, right. CJ, I, so I, I take that back. Away. When, when you said um, well, what you said, I like, that wasn't me. Well, you're, mean, you're uh, very gracious, because I was very rude about you, and I, of course, uh, humbly apologise, and I take everything back, buddy. Well, I, I knew when, you know, if I just let you know that, by the way, that wasn't me. I, yeah. I, 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 I literally just got screenshots of me, me sent oh. e- email account. Just oh, no, 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 listen, you don't need to, to explain. No, I, I, I totally know it's, it's not, you know, you've said that, and I, and I can only humbly apologise for my Where rudeness. Where did it come to, the, the email? Where did it, where did it come to? It came to um, Ian uh, Ian Lee dot uh, okay. com. But there's someone there's someone playing silly buggers, and it could be any number of uh, 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 of well, people. If, if, if when it comes up, it should tell you the email address. If we said that, but my email address is cassigus at hotmail dot com. Oh, don't give it. Now you're gonna get now you're gonna get loads of people faking your email address, you muppet, and sending you all oh, kinds of filth. But you'll probably well, love it. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you'd love a bit of filth. I wouldn't mind, but yeah, no, I, I just I made that clear. I um, wasn't. I won't. I know. I mean, I know when I'm being an idiot like yesterday. You know, we're being melodramatic. You were being a little bit melodramatic. I know. I I, I had put my hands up and I admit that yes. I was being an idiot. Um, drank like ten cans of beer and I thought. And then the, oh, this man. morning, I, I'm fine now. But woke up this morning like oh. Christ's sake, CJ. Yeah, well, yeah, but listen, we're cool. We're cool, brother. We're cool. Okay, I, that's, I, that's, you know, that's fine. Well, how's, how's the not drinking going? <laughs> um, no, um, funnily enough, uh, I got to my 10 can and I poured it after, put it on the sink. I was like, I'm not enough. So you only had nine. There we go. Well, that's probably. I'm not in it a bit, but well, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but it's what's great about the drinking thing. I've learned yes. to sort of not do the binging thing now, which is fantastic. So well, yeah. I get to a point and go, nah, I can't be bothered with that. I'm well, listen, gonna... we, we all struggle. I fell off the wagon the other week. I know, yeah. yeah. I was After 13 yeah. years, I mean, it wasn't the booze yeah. either. But, you know, um, oh, you, you know, and uh, these things happen and... Um, you, we just, I'm, I'm, you, you do what you want to do, but I'm, I'm desperately chasing after that wagon again, seeing if I can hitch another ride on there, because... Um, uh, <laughs> My you know. friend came round with something called cannabis oil, I thought I'd try that out, and that was interesting. <laughs> well, it was. Uh, yeah, well, just be careful that you... I don't know if you heard the pot song by Neil Diamond earlier. I, I mean, yeah, that's what I was laughing at, because yeah. I thought, that's yes. just so... 
Yeah. Real. Well, just just but my my again my my only suggestion would be just be careful you don't replace one thing with something else. That's yeah, you know, absolutely. Well, it, it was uh, drank it in tea of all things. Oh dear God! Cups of tea with cannabis oil. Well, you no, know, you know, be careful, brother. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Oh. All right, CJ, nice one. Thank, thank you, Ian. Bye bye. Tata. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yeah, it's great. Let's go to Damien. Good evening, Damien. Hi, Ian. You OK? I'm all right, thank you, Damien. What have you got for us? No, not much. I'm a short driver. Sport, sport to you before. I mean, me mate... Doing my head in tonight, so I can't speak to him. Right. My other mate's off sick. Yes. So I thought, who can have phone? Because I've got no one else. So oh. Phone you. We've chosen me. Well, I feel I feel honoured. I feel blessed. I feel thrilled. Well, I phoned up really as well to thank you for something. Oh. You were uh, a few months ago. You put me on t- to uh, curb your enthusiasm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you hadn't watched it before. I, yeah, I've caught up. It's fantastic. It's one of the greatest things ever. It's brilliant. Although I start, there's a new series, and I started watching the new series, and I gave up 15 minutes into it because I found it um, not very funny. It, it's, uh, I thought it was all right, but that laddie David is just me. Oh uh, well, yeah. I'm only, I'm, I'm only 41, and he's 70 odd, but he's just me. Yeah, he's me. I know, I know exactly what you mean. I, my, my wife would watch it and go, "Well, that's that's you," because just guess, you know, getting upset about people cutting in the line and things like that. But he's right. Of course, he's right. He's absolutely. Yeah. Of course, he's absolutely right. Everyone's punishing him, and he's doing nothing wrong. But the, <laughs> if Leon, his friend, the black guy, Laddie Black, is Leon Black. Um, I don't remember, um, uh... He, he lives uh, with him. Oh, um, yeah, that, uh, yeah I, that's one of the latest... I can't remember, that's one of the late series, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's the funniest character ever. I don't know how they got away with it, but he's the funniest dude on the telly ever. It's, um, yeah, it's... So how many series of it have you seen? I'm up to this latest series, so I've seen them, I've seen them all, but I've binge-watched them. You, the, uh, the Michael J. Fox series... Yeah. Oh, mate, that is just you know that with the, the, the mocking, you know, laughing at um, the the whole the whole embarrassment around the Parkinsons and things like that's an incredible, incredible it's series. It's kind of a little bit uncomfortable, but yeah, who knows what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a great. Well, I'm, well, I'm glad you've. So when? So where? Where are all your people you would normally talk to at twenty past twelve on a uh, Wednesday night? Where are they? Well, we're all truck drivers, so we all keep each other company as we're driving our trucks up and down the country. Do you yeah. still use CB radio? No, come oh, on, man. mate. I suppose you do it come on your on. mobile phones. Bluetooth. Oh, Bluetooth. But then, you, but then you can't. Um, you, then you you can't meet. You can't eyeball a sexy lady trucker for a sixty niner. Who were? Come yeah, on. Is that, have I got the the CB language correct there? I've got no idea. I, I sh- this is something to do for I don't I don't I don't associate with all that. Okay. That's years ago. Oh. But anyway, um me mate Barry, he's off sick. Yeah. And Shane's just pissing me off. Sorry about that, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> he's just he's just arguing with what? everything I say tonight, so I can't Why is but, why is Shane arguing with you? What's he arguing about? I don't know. If I say it's dark he'll say it's light. If oh. I say he'll say it's oh just And is he always like that or is he just being a bit like that tonight? 
I think it's because we both speak to Barry separately and we've just got no one else to speak to, so we're just speaking right. to each other too much. You're speaking to each other, OK. Well, I, I apologise. And are you in your truck now? I'm in my truck now, yeah. Very quiet, what? your truck. It's modern Bluetooth technology, isn't it? Modern, right, is it? Modern Bluetooth, because we get quite a lot of truckers that phone us up. And it's very, very noisy. I mean, really noisy in, in their truck. But I'm listening to your truck, Damien. I, I can't my, hear my, a thing. My missus bought me an expensive Bluetooth, like 50 quid worth. Right, OK, well, let's have a listen. Hang on, let's hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he must be in a truck. He's just honked his horn. No, surely <laughs> a, a truck horn goes... <laughs> that, that, was, that was definitely a truck horn. That, 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 <laughs> was, that, yeah. was, that wasn't a small family car. That was definitely... Um, a truck uh, horn. Well, the window. There you go. There's the window on. Can you hear me now? Oh, there, there we go. I'll shut it again. I don't buy. I don't buy a word of it. <laughs> all right, Dave. Really sorry for my boring call and all that, but I just wanted to join oh, in. It's, it's and... nice to talk to you, mate. I've enjoyed. It's not been boring at all. It, it, it shows what what a week night we've had. This has been one of the highlights <laughs> of the show tonight. Well, you, you always say you've got no. Um... Plan or anything, so no. I, I, I can say what I want. Really. No, nice one, buddy. I appreciate it. Are you sleeping in a lay-by tonight, Damien? Oh no, going home. No, I don't do that stuff. I see a load of them on my way home. There's like a lay-by near me, and it's they just all like pulled up one behind the other. And I wonder if they ever talk to each other. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, you know what Clarkson's opinion was of all them, and I shared it really. What doggers? Well. Uh, well, yeah, dodgy people. Dodgy, dodgy, did... <laughs> dodgy doggers. Why All right. Want to sleep in a truck? Right. Okay. All right, Damien. <laughs> Ta-ta. Thank you very much. Let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Good evening. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Cass. Good Hello. evening, Ray. Um, I listen quite a lot. Uh, I'm sure David's called in before. No, uh, uh, no. I mean, uh, I don't. I do, I'm not totally sure. I think he's just got one of those voices. Well, he sounds like. Um, do, do you remember the? the the geo Sam and Mark. He sounds like Mark. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I listen, I don't know what I don't know what we did on the show an hour ago, let alone <laughs> you know weeks ago. So I don't I don't know. A couple of other things. Eccentric. You're talking about eccentric pop stars. Oh yeah. Right. Are there any now that Marky Smith is dead? Are there any rock and roll eccentrics walking this earth? Iggy Pop. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you. I'll give you Iggy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What? Even though he's selling insurance now? Um, yeah, no, I don't think. I don't think um, advertising can necessarily negates from the eccentricity. But is he? Is he eccentric now? He certainly was eccentric in the seventies and eighties. Is Iggy is Iggy Pop eccentric now? Because he is. He's like. Um, he's like Alice Cooper now, isn't he? Kind of. You, Old. <laughs> a golfer. I, I, yeah. I think he's still a bit bonkers. OK, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give you Iggy Pop. Yeah, go on, I'll, we'll have that. And another one, although she's not a rock star, um, Lady Gaga. No, she's no. She's not. Have you seen that documentary? No. She's really stayed. Yeah, it's all, it's all, oh, it's yeah. all very... Her eccentricity is, is very, very contrived. Oh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. very, very contrived. There's nothing, you know, it's it's all worked out almost by a mathematical formula. There's there's, there's nothing, um, there, there's nothing spontaneous within that. Oh, I've fallen for it. Yep, you, you hook, line, and indeed sinker. And, um, and you know, you, you were talking uh, the other night about why do people phone in, uh, phone into radio shows? Yeah. Well, the main reason I've, I've phoned in... Uh, I listened to one of your calls earlier, um, and he's bonkers, yeah. and that's Jonathan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, our radio show sort of sits on the fringe of these things. I, 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 you know, 
And I sort of get why people would phone this because it's different and it's silly and it's dumb and people can phone in and say that they're you know feeling suicidal or they they know what you know they know that the earth is flat or whatever. Uh, but I do I am slightly it does it's always perplexed me as to why people would phone up a radio show that was talking about Brexit, for example, and oh, why yeah. do you know do you know what Brexit's not a great example? Let me change that. Um, uh, 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 talking about Donald Trump, okay? Why people would phone up and um, say, "Yeah, j- sorry, you're talking about Donald Trump." I just want to say that I think he's doing a great job. Why? What does the caller get out of going on air and giving their opinion on Donald Trump? Nothing. I mean, they, well, they must get something. But do they think? Um, do they think they are changing people's minds? Do they think, you know, one way or the other? Do they think that they will be able to end his presidency? Do they think that the the, the president will, will hear it? And I just wonder what they get out of it. I get what the what the broadcaster gets out of it. They get out of it filler. They get out of it free content. But the person calling in, it, is it just... I can only think it soothes... Their ego, that it's got to be an ego thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think it's people like hearing their own voice. Yeah. Yeah, but I, 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 and it, I, I think that it is just, it's as simple as that, that, um, that, that their ego is satisfied knowing that tens of thousands of people have heard them make a point that really is is a drop in the ocean of pointless points. The ones that really, really, um, I'm curious about are the ones that go from station to station. Yeah. You know, they've got no loyalty to any one show. It's not that one show is particularly, you know, pressed a button for them. They just, they're kind of doing, doing a little tour on the phone. <laughs> and you do hear the same voices up and down the country, you know. We had one at um, Three Counties who ended up, she phoned up so often, they ended up phoning up as a flipping expert half the time. It used to drive me nuts. Yeah, they did. There's a lot of that going on. Ray, thank you very much. Lovely. Shut up. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Another 30 minutes of uh, 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 madcap late-night phone-in mayhem. Uh, If you want to take part, you can call in about absolutely anything you want, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On talk radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! James, you enjoy your food. Last 30 minutes of the show, we're going to take calls straight to air. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We do this from time to time when we're feeling a little bit lazy, a little bit skittish, a little bit discombobulated. Uh, Normally, you'll phone up, you'd speak to, well, it's James tonight, it could be Sam, it could be any number of people. They will take your name and number and call you back. When we take calls straight to air, it doesn't work like that. I just sit here in front of the screen and you say... You call in, and when the calls come in, I touch the screen and you come on. You can do anything you want, say anything you want. Uh, don't swear, don't be libelous, um, because we will have to cut you off. We've got a seven-second delay, and don't be Sam Wilkins. <laughs> we know it's you. 0344 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, this is the only part of the show where we do not call you back. And sometimes... 
It's exactly what we need at 12.31 on a Wednesday evening when the vibe is very, very strange. Sometimes it's exactly what we need. And I think that the call straight to air, the, the madness, the silliness, the stupidness, is uh, stupidity is, uh, is would be perfect at this time of night. So call in, give us a call. You can phone up, you can do absolutely anything you want. And, and while we're waiting for you to call in, I shall go through the newspapers... Um, the Duke of Cambridge lambasted. Oh, let's take this call, shall we? Hello, caller. Hello, mate. Hello. Hello. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Who's this? Just want to tag along. Huh? I really got nothing. Just... Yeah. What's your name? Dominic. Sorry. Dominic. Dominic. And where are you calling from, Dominic? Yes, it is personal, isn't it? I mean, quiet one. Yeah. And why are you calling yeah. from a withheld number, Dominic? Well, I don't know who you are. Sorry? I don't know who you are. I'm not giving you my number. He's not disconnected. You still there? You still there, Sam? We'll wait because he's not disconnected. I can wait all night. Well, until one o'clock when Paul Ross comes in. You still there, Sam? He's call- he's calling us. Are you still there, Sam? Hello, caller. This is as uncomfortable for you at home as it is for us here. Still not disconnected. What's your name, then? So he's putting the phone down, but it's not disconnecting. So every time he picks the phone... I don't know why. It's one of these quirks of things that sometimes happens. So when he picks up the phone, he's still... still Connected, so you can hear the phones down, and then you'll hear it pick up again in a minute. He's di- you're dialing our number again. Why? Why do you keep calling our phone number? Hello, Talk Radio. He's dialing. You can hear him dial. It's yeah. 0344. He's dialing. <laughs> Hello, Talk Radio. You're on the air. Hello. 
Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello? Did it ring? No, we just went, you just went straight to air. What would you like to say, caller? Hello, talk radio. Do you want to post a message on his Facebook page saying, just be careful, son, something like that? I can't, I can, I can message him. Yeah, please do. Say, so Ian's producer here, just be careful, son, something like that. You, you, listen, you're not disconnecting from us. What would you like to say, caller? Hello, Dominic? Sam? Hello? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Oh, YouTube isn't working. I want to read this really interesting story about the Duke of Cambridge, actually. I'm enjoying this because this is this is uncomfortable, and it's very very rarely you get something uncomfortable like this. On radio. Go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. <laughs> the thing is, he's, he's actually, each time he's... I'll tell you what, we'll cut him off. And um, let's see if he rings in, because each time he's actually dialing our number. Um, this is a very, very uncomfortable, isn't it? It's making, me feel, it's making you feel uncomfortable, dear listener. It's making me feel very, very uncomfortable. While we're waiting for that, let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, you two. You all right? Yeah, very well, thank you. You're looking lovely tonight, Cass. Flipping Cass. Thanks. Dirty boy. Yeah, Come and on. you are, Ian. You're we, looking dishevelled. This, isn't the, president's word, cl- this isn't, isn't the president's club or whatever that thing was. No, I'm not wearing matching underwear. Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to block someone today, right? And I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Hang on a second. Just stay there, caller, because this, this guy's calling in again. Hello, Line 2, you're on the wireless. Is that Sam? Or is it Dominic? (laughs) And I notice he's been calling up all night, this person, and and James got bored of it after a while, rightfully so. He's still not disconnected. Hello? You're on the radio, who's this? Okay, okay, Dominic. And you're still calling from the the old withheld number. What would you like to say, Dominic? He's okay. This is great, isn't it? This, uh, eh. Gosh. <laughs> 
Jeez, it's painful, isn't it? Um, okay. okay yeah. Hello, caller! Yeah, Dominic. 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 Hello. Hello, Dominic. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry, Danny. I do. I do apologise. That's okay. If he's he's pretending that he's not all there, but if he was. If he wasn't all there, he wouldn't be tight. He wouldn't be dialing the phone so quickly, would he? He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows how to dial. He knows he's how to dial. Um, I rang up because I'm in a bit of a food quandary at the moment. Yeah, go on. Um, I've just finished doing uh, doing some editing, and I've not eaten all day. And now, do I cook gammon steaks? They're going to take half hour. Yeah. Or I've got some southern fried frozen chicken, fresh chicken. It was. That's going to take forty minutes, or do I just have some soup? I'll just have something. Don't, don't, don't. You don't want to spend any more than ten minutes preparing food at this time of night. I don't. No, you no, don't. No. You don't, and you don't want to eat heavy before you go to bed, mate. I won't be going to bed until about six. Oh, in that case, well, I, oh, if you're working through the night, I go for the I chicken. I go for. No, what? I'm just very lazy. <laughs> the offspring's gone to university, so it's my life is my own now. Oh, in that case, have, have the chicken. Yeah. Yeah, do the chicken. Yeah. Have some chips. Do the chicken and chips and give Paul Ross a call in about an hour or so and let him know how it's going. And do you think maybe having processed peas is pushing it out a little bit too Oh, far? I love the processed peas. I like the mushy peas. Oh, oh I, like to, I like to have non-mushy, then mush a few, then I get the best of both worlds. Oh, you, you know live in the live. dream. Let's take, thank you for that, Danny. Let's take this one. Hello, caller. You're live on talk radio. <laughs> hey, Sam, how you doing, man? Deep sigh. <laughs> when he does the high voice, I recognise him. This is Talk Radio. Let's go to a break. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. All I'll say is... Right, Sam... We know it's you, because what's just happened on Twitter, and if I were you, I'd check your messages on Facebook as well, buddy. Um, uh, I went to the police once, took you to court, happily do it again, buddy. And and this time, this time I suspect you you won't just get community service. That's all I'm saying. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're more than welcome. More than welcome. Um, let's uh, let's log the last... Uh, James, if you could log all of those calls that have been made and um, and also that last 30 minutes, if you can give me the audio and we'll send that on to the, to the police. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line one. You're on the air. Hi. Um, I just have to phone up and say I am having such a great time laying here just listening to you. 
really you're a very, so very sick individual then. That's what you are. What? Oh, no, it's been so funny. I mean, like, the new car thing was just, it cracked me up. Describe, OK, describe the scene. Are you in bed? Are you on the sofa? Are you lying on the floor? What's, what, what's going on? I'm on the sofa. Oh, mate. Imagine lying on the sofa at quarter to one on a Wednesday night, Thursday morning. That is, that, that, and should you have gone up to bed or, or, or are you, why aren't you in bed? I probably should have, like, hours ago. Mate, this is, this is it. Then this is my, my job is, my work here is done then in that case. If we've managed to keep, uh, 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 let's be honest, compared to everyone else tonight, an intelligent young person, um, if we've managed to keep you on the sofa instead of you moving upstairs to bed, oh, you may live in a flat. I don't know. I don't want to make presumptions no. about your housing. <laughs> hey, I tell you, you know we've been playing bits from this Art Garfunkel audiobook, right? Um, yeah. And he, he's nuts, right? And he used a brilliant phrase... That I'm going to start using, right? What do you call... Catherine, how would you describe... You've got two houses that are joined together, but they're not joined on the other side. What would you describe that as? Semi. Give me the full thing. A semi-detached. Right. He calls it a semi-attached. Oh! Now, I don't know if that's an Americanism (laughs) or if that's a Garfunkelism, but I'm going to start calling them semi-attached. Did he say semi or did he say semi? He said said semi, I think. I think he said semi, yeah. Semi-attached. He's anglicised. Well, listen, I'm glad you're enjoying... I don't even... What's your name, caller? Ebony. Ebony, it's a it's a fantastic name, and it's you are Thank certainly you. you you win the prize. If we were handing out medals, you'd win gold for being best, <laughs> um, nicest caller of the evening. Would you agree, Catherine? Yes. Well, you, you, Ebony, you've won gold. She's certainly the most Thank horizontal you. caller. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Ebony. Thanks. Ta ta. <laughs> she was nice. Glad someone's I, enjoying it. Oh eh? God! Imagine, oh imagine lying on the sofa. 12.45 on a Wednesday night, Thursday, you think, I've, I really should go upstairs to bed, but let me just listen to another five minutes of this. That's what this is That's what this is all about. That's what this is all about, dear listener. Oh, and what a surprise. Now we've called out this person on Facebook and on Twitter. They've stopped calling in. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny, Sam? Um, isn't that funny? Has he replied to your blocked you yet on Facebook? No. OK, check your Facebook messages, buddy. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to line three. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. Um, line three. I was I was freaked out a wee bit and reminded by some some of that creepy call earlier. Yes. The other night after watching your show, I uh, phoned the police. Not after watching your show, but after going on Periscope, yes. couldn't sleep. I thought I want to watch a beach, so I went on, and it was a, a beach Cottesloe near Perth. So I was watching this person live streaming from a beach. And, um, because, I mean, it was the middle of the day in Perth in Australia. Yes. Anyway, so it was good for a few minutes. Yes. Then suddenly, mm-hmm. start saying things like, oh, uh, you guys should have enough viewing so far. And he was zooming into young girls. What? Young hang, 14, I, I, Hang on a second. I don't know what... Have I missed... Did I miss a bit of this? A bloke on a beach in Australia. He, what? Periscoping. I, oh, he's... Oh, OK, right. Sorry. I thought it was like a webcam. OK, so there's a guy periscoping. Live okay. stream, yeah. Yeah. So I only found Periscope recently, so, yes. you know, and um, anyway, so I was just thinking about the importance of phoning the police. Yes. And that's what I did, so Google, I phoned the police, I got oh. the police station there. Yeah. And I'm glad to say that the guy's no longer on Periscope, and he had the same name on uh, well, did, but did But did you Go see, on. did you see um, that the, the police approaching him on the beach? No, unfortunately not. Oh. No. 
No. Um, but, no but, 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 I mean, that's great. And Periscope and Twitter are great at stuff like that. Periscope in particular. But he can, op- he can, just, he can get another Periscope and another Twitter account. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, but hopefully they've done something with them, which is something else I want to mention. These weirdos. Yes. This is often not the only thing they do. About four years ago, I had a problem, because I do online stuff for other things. Yes. And it's random people that come in. It's recovery stuff. Yes. And again, it was someone in Darwin, Australia. Yes. And they ended up in jail, not just because of what they were doing to me or the groups of women that were in the group that I was doing online. Yes. You know, they had called something that was similar to a recovery hotline in Australia something like 500 times in a week and was doing all sorts of heavy breathing and weird stuff. That guy ended up in jail. So often these people are doing things to other people that it all adds up and, you know, becomes a court case and they get locked up and the woman well should. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to line four. Four, you're on the wireless. Hello, it's Damien again. I'm sorry for calling back so soon. You okay? You still trucking, Damien? I'm still trucking. I've just, I've just realised something that you could help me. Can I ask you for a favour? Of course, of course you can, mate. Right. Can I have an out time, please, we... James? I, that we, that we just, just, no, no, it's, I know it's approaching, but it'd be good. Yes, go on. Just quickly. <laughs> yes. Are you into zombie books? Are you into the zombie genre? What, of books? Yeah. The only zombie book I read was World War Z. And you've got to say Z because right. it sounds like three. You can't say Z. I read that, and it was a much better book than it was film. I've not read any other zombie books. I'm just saying, a friend of mine is an author, and he's written zombie books. So I was just going to give him a little plug for you, if you didn't mind. He's, 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 um, he writes of zombie books, the zombie apocalypse, from the British perspective, because it's always Americanized, isn't oh. it? Oh, but it, well, all right, it, right, let's got, go on to Amazon and let's see this guy. Let's give him a plug and let's see what ratings he's got. So what's it? What's the book called? Well, it's Luke Duffy is the author. You can find him like that, Luke Duffy, yes. and When There's No More Room in Hell. When There's No More Room in Hell, part one, uh, a zombie novel, it gets uh, four and a half stars out of 57 customer reviews. So what, I'm going to do what I would do for anybody, go straight to the one-star review. Yeah, that's what I do. This book is so badly written. This is by a guy called Damien. This book is so badly written <laughs> that I had to put it down after the first three chapters. Many sentences, I many sentences I start with an and, but, or a he, as if it were written by a child. Oh, come on. You're just killing the guy. There's a, no, and then I'm going to go to a five-star review. Best series I've Thank read you. in years. Great characterization. Now read it multiple times. And it's got to be said, there's only one two, uh, one star review. There's 2% and 75% of them are five stars and 19% are four stars. So that's got to be great. That was, that, that was his first series, by the way. And he's just, he was a novel author. He's just learning the trade. He's, uh, he's the, the first... Uh, you mean, he's, he's from an army background. Well, I thought I'd give him a, a bit of a plug, if you, if you didn't mind. Luke Duffy and Luke Duffy books. Is, is, he, um, is he a trucker? No, no, no. He's, he's actually a, a former bodyguard. Um, Who, who's he, he, who's he bodyguarded? Of... Who, who's, he, who's he nearly it, second? It, 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 it's the Iraq sector, you know what I mean? He was oh, going over. He, he over. I never got, I never got into the Iraq sector. I just thought they were always overrated as a band. Uh, Damien, thank you very much indeed. Let's go to line five. Five, you're on the wireless. We'd like to thank everybody for making it a wonderful stay. 
We'd like to thank the Rolling Stones oh. for being a great group. It's the monkeys. We'd like to thank the Mamas and Papas for making it good. We'd like to thank Running Spoonful for making it happy. But most of all, we'd like to thank the Beatles for starting it all up for us. <laughs> That's um, uh, it's Mike Nesmith in a re- record studio, a uh, r- radio station in 1967. That's from the last episode of the first season, Monkeys on Tour. And uh, it's also before he had his um, tonsils taken out. And you can tell because he's, you listen, the first, the first like, few episodes, first season, half the se- first half of the season, his voice is a bit, uh, his voice is a bit throaty. Uh, and then he's, he's not in an episode and then he comes back and he's, his tonsils are out. And oh. he's, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. We're taking calls straight to air. I realise that the, the, the taking the call straight to air is, um, I feel it's as, 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 a, as a trick. It's becoming slightly old hat. Um, so and I'm using it a little bit too often these last couple of weeks. I just feel that there is. It does feel like there is something lacking from the show at the moment, and it's, it's all down. To, it's totally down to me, and I don't quite know what it is. I don't know if it's because um, you know I'm not giving the show. I don't. Well, maybe I do know what it is. I think it's the ennui of life. It's the ennui of life. Is is I'm allowing it to. Um, to filter down into the show, and I, I, I and it's it's very subtle. It's a very subtle thing with all this stuff that's going on, and I need to somehow get my equilibrium back into place. I know it means nothing to most of you guys, but to me, it means something. Let's go to line six. Six, you're on the wireless. Line five, you're on the wireless. Hello, is that you, Ian? Yes, it is. Primarily, I'd like to say, I do like you in the jungle. Thank you very much indeed. Also, I'd try and educate you on something, even though you're an articulate man, I'd try and teach, you know, the uh, chip shop you were on about earlier? Yes, the 24-hour chippy. Yes, there is a 24-hour chip shop that exists, and it's a... Junction 3 of the M5. It used to be a petrol station. Now it's just a drive through chip shop. 24 whoa, whoa, hour. whoa, whoa, whoa. A drive through chip shop? Oh, yes. Just like in McDonald's. It used to be a petrol station. And now you drive through and queue up. It's just by the uh, back of Alzo. I can't think of it. And are they, is it like yeah. proper... Is it proper chip shop chips, not kebab shop chips or yeah. Chinese shop chips? It's proper chip shop oh, chips. no, no. It's a proper, proper... And proper they give it to you through the window of the car? Like, you drive up at the window, you order it, Mate. and you go to the next window, yeah? pay for it, and then you can park up, and you either deliver it, or you can go and sit inside. Oh, mate. Drive through chip shop. Where, where, t- t- tell us where this is again. It's 
Boy Hail Zoe. Yeah. And it's, uh, let me get it right, it's Junction 3. <laughs> of by the, it's by the macro. Oh. There's a macro. Well, there oh, are other big, you know, wholesaling that is, available. That, yeah, that is a, a, yes. a real bombshell to end the show on, that somewhere in this great country of ours, despite everything that's going on, there's a drive through chip shop. And asked one of that crazy caller earlier. I think we needed a bit of normality, the good old English fish and chips, sir. Mate, mate thank you. I pre- What a great call. Thank you, buddy. That was superb. Line 7, you're on the wireless. We can't hear it, Line 7. We still can't hear it. It sounds like one of the bootlegs I bought in the 80s. What, what is that supposed to be? Is he watching a porno? Game of Thrones. Or is it the one with uh, Mackenzie in the Sky um, Britannia? Mackenzie in it. Anyway, I don't know. Um, we're done here. Listen, at five o'clock, you've got James Max coming on. That's got to be worth uh, a listen if you're up and about. But coming up next, it's uh, the one and only Mr. Paul Ross. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you very much, James. Always a pleasure to see you on the other side of the glass. Um, uh, don't forget, well, you can download our podcast from wherever you may be on iTunes or your usual podcast providers, dear listener. We'll be back tonight at 10 o'clock. Paul Ross is coming up after the news at one. Ta-ta.